0: Everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Last American Pubcast, where everyone knows your name, or at least I know the panelists' names. Uh, So raise your glass for everybody on tonight. I'm PJ Williams, host of Wartime Propaganda, and joining me tonight is Frank of Let's Be Frank. Hey, guys, welcome back. Yes, and we have uh, Abby Libby, our newest panelist and co host of the upcoming podcast, Conspiracy Pilled.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Hey, and uh, we also have the bane of the Washington Post and host of the Mad Ones, Cam Harless. How's it going?
2: It's going all right. All right.
0: And uh, last but certainly not least, you've seen her on my show, and hopefully you're all familiar with her true crime videos. Katie Z joins the podcast. How's it going, Katie?
3: Hey, guys. I'm very happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. This is a great panel we got set up for you guys tonight. Also, we brought on a few fact checkers to keep us honest and accurate. Uh, so first of all, we have the, the notorious kitty <laughs> coming back, <laughs> named Bean, and uh, now we also have the ultra-based MetaBot, uh, BlenderBot 3, as it's actually called. Uh, I just want to let people know, throughout the show, I'm going to be trying to... We've, we've talked about BlenderBot before, the based bot that says Mark Zuckerberg is a creep and Trump, Trump won the 2020 election. Uh, so we have some questions in chat. I'm going to see if BlenderBot wants to chime in on those or if we have a fact-check issue. Uh, so we got that going for you guys tonight. And to jump right into it with our first story, uh, the DOJ has released a redacted version of the Mar-a-Lago affidavit. I just want to show a little bit of this clip and we'll get into it, so...
3: What we've, we've seen here, 38
0: pages. Now, pages now there. there
4: are a few, few pages, pages up
5: front, I think eight pages so or so, in which
3: that. they explain
5: what they're going they're to redact.
3: they what they're explaining.
5: They proceed to do such, to do redaction. such redactions. And this uh, list, uh, what, was what was top secret, secret and, and, and that, that sort of thing. Sort of thing. So, so that's what you're seeing content there. there. Uh-huh. Otherwise, Otherwise,
0: almost all of this is redacted. redacted. So did you guys get a chance to actually peruse through the?
3: It took about 2 long. minutes 2 minutes to read the whole thing
0: 38 pages yeah the the <laughs> longest part really is the first 8 pages it's just and it's not anything pertaining to the case it's just hey this is the us uh, code this is the law that we're we're basing things on there, nothing in there except for i think two paragraphs one of them was basically kind of backing trump's claim that uh that he can declassify anything he wants. And then the only other part in there that was uh, unredacted was the part saying, well, there's some legal scholars who think that it doesn't matter if he can redact anything he wants or declassify anything he wants. That's like literally the, just to break it down for you, the quick uh, thing. What was, what was some of your guys thoughts when that, when that happened?
1: It's like, we know that we just did something like wildly unprecedented and really, really concerning. The reason we did this (laughs) is redacted. Hope this helps.
4: I found it interesting that they quoted a uh, Breitbart article in there, which was Cash Patel that was talking about what trump uh was uh, bringing out of a Largo and why it was unclassified
3: I mean, I think we all called this ahead of time before it before it even came out. We knew that uh, it was going to be a hundred percent redacted or ninety seven percent redacted. Cheers
0: Cheers, thank
4: you rip alien uh, testosterone with the round for everyone. <clears throat>
0: Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's funny to me is like, I feel like every five seconds they're changing the story on this to the point where they're just going to completely ignore the fact that they had come out and did this bombshell of Trump has nuclear secrets or nuclear codes or something like that. And they are like, well, he's just got a lot of redact. It, it the, the little parts you could see from it really showed it was a fishing expedition. Cause everything that was unredacted was like, we're looking for things and stuff that might relate to a bunch of other things and stuff.
3: In in Melania's closet.
0: In her (laughs) underwear, Jordan. The
4: uh, FBI now has some panties. I'm sure they're trying to uh, investigate
0: wardrobe. (laughs) The most expensive panty raid in U.S. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
3: This
4: (laughs) this whole thing is that we know, or I highly, I highly suspect that Trump did take the Russia Gate documents with him. That Mm -hmm. showing that he was exonerated from all of those things that the mainstream media, the Democrats all laid at his feet saying he colluded with Russia. Obviously we, the if you had a brain at any point during this last six, seven years, you would have understood that was a cooked up narrative uh, cooked up by the mainstream media, by the Democrats, by Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and facilitated by Joe Biden, Susan Rice, and others within the white house uh, back in 20, uh, 20, uh, 15, 2016, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And well. so, what he had was probably just documents, and they didn't want those documents going public because it embarrasses the uh, agency, the FBI.
0: Yeah, and it was all wrapped together with a nice little bow of being approved by uh, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer on top of, you know, <laughs> yeah. just really get the whole cabal in there into one conspiracy that's true. I'm uh, just
2: curious why they didn't take this affidavit and make it a, a Kindle book or a hardcover like they did the Mueller report. I mean I'm I wasn't going to read it I'm going to wait till the affidavit's on Audible I think.
0: I don't know made for TV movie but yeah.
4: Yeah. It'll be the sequel to the January 6th movie that they're currently oh making. My God.
0: <laughs> you know how many, you you know that there's going to be a lot of January 6th movies over the next couple of decades. And each one's going to be more fantastical than the last so it'll have like some uh, it'll have Joe Biden running in and, uh, you know, stopping and cutting the red or blue wire to stop a nuclear bomb or something. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It'll, it'll grow like a fishing story, you know, because it'll, it'll be like a serious kind of look at it with yep. a little bit of danger. And then eventually it'll be an epic and it'll be yeah. directed by Michael then, Bay. And we
3: yeah. all know right. it was actually a snipe hunt.
2: <laughs> right. And then at, at that point we'll have actually seen an insurrection instead of that disappointment we saw on January 6th. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah they'll, yeah,
4: they'll they'll come up a way better narrative of what January 6th probably should have looked like versus what we got. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was that country? We talked about this on the the podcast a few weeks ago. What was the country where they actually had a real January 6th, <laughs> and they just all rushed the Capitol building and like? Uh, wasn't that
4: uh, Burles or Bu uh, bu- uh No. Um, where Some. was it? It was a place. I'm
0: an Asian country, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah were they, were they Bur- occupied was the president's
3: uh, house and stuff?
0: Yeah, good question. Maybe Burma. I don't know. It was yeah. it was an inconsequential country. That's
3: yeah, all. <laughs> this, it was so so important that none of us can remember it.
4: <laughs> Sri Lanka
0: was it Sri Lanka? <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh, okay.
4: Surely, so, unicorn comes in with the yeah. uh, with the check for us. the Thank save. You.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those countries you've heard of, but no one can point to on a map. That's no, where I it's don't know the, where it no.
1: is. If the party of guns actually committed a planned
3: insurrection.
0: It would have had. But, guns.
3: That's the- Here's the thing. I've noticed that any, all of the cases that I've looked into, the January 6th uh, cases, anyone who had a gun there that day is doing many years. Into, like there's a guy that just got sentenced to seven. Seven years, I believe. And he didn't even go into the Capitol. He just had a gun on the grounds. So, if there, if there had and there's been like someone, two or with, three of those, that's it.
0: I don't, and, and as far as I've read, I don't think any of the people who were arrested with gun charges were in the Capitol.
3: I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, I haven't looked at have every case because there's like a thousand of them, obviously, but you know. Did you all
1: see the clip of the QAnon shaman literally yelling inside the Capitol that it had to be peaceful?
0: Yes. Yeah, we've seen lots. I mean, I've seen clips of the people letting them in and saying, hey, guys, you can come in, the Capitol Police, letting people and say, hey, guys, you can come in, just keep it peaceful. We're like, yeah, that's cool. We're just going to look around. Mm -hmm. There's tons of these videos. That's why they arrested uh, people I know, uh, people some of all of us know, I think, for having documented those incidents.
3: Yeah,
4: Yeah, for sure. Uh, There was an interesting video talking about January 6th. There's a uh, great guy that I follow that's been following all the stories um, how man, for whatever now reason, it's escaping my uh, name. Because you on the it's, spot. It is. It is. <laughs> I can't think of his name at the moment. I just thought I had retweeted his uh, story that he just put out here. Um, and I can't think of it. We'll have to come. We'll circle back to it. I'm glad it's full of sake. I can't think of it now. <laughs> circle back That's back terrible. Back. That's terrible. I can't think of it. Well,
2: speaking, I, speaking of coups with, with uh, invading a palace or a house, um, I just automatically, went. my mind went to Ceausescu in Romania. Do y'all know that story at all? Vaguely. So in, in, in Romania, 1989, uh, Ceausescu was like a horrible dictator there. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gorbachev, uh, was not kind of defending communism in Romania or other places. They had, they'd extended themselves too far. They were kind of given up. And so those people rushed into the, um, The palace, I'm pretty sure they extracted him via helicopter, but I'm not, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, But then they got him out, and then on, I want to say it was Christmas Day, they did a public execution that they filmed of those of him and his wife. And so, like, you know, in my mind, when I hear insurrection, (laughs) you think of actual insurrection,
3: it means something. All we we had was a fake uh, gallows that that wasn't even strung up with a rope as far as I know.
4: <laughs> yeah. I remember actually uh, filming those gallows there <laughs> in January 6th while I was on the ground. Me and Steven I, actually I had know. walked by them,
3: yeah. and we were laughing at them. <laughs> Aren't they not say like yeah.
0: guys too, like were they just going to hang like the, the midget impersonator of Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> my
3: there was know. no trap door. There was no trap door. In it. I remember you and Steven <laughs> checking yeah, it out not. to see if it, yeah, there was no trap door. When no ordered.
4: trap door. It was very flimsily made. Or was it that mm-hmm. wood would not have supported more than maybe one person up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I
3: just was,
0: a good symbol. Like yeah. any honest person saw that and were like, okay, this is just somebody making a symbolic gesture. There's nobody actually going to get hung yeah. on this, uh, you know, cheaply made it was, uh, plywood gallows. They
4: were it just makes trolling. Free state will. That's who it is on Twitter. Free state will. Oh yeah. So let me uh, show you guys this real quick. This, this was at the Capitol. I can't believe I didn't see this while I was there uh, on the, be- on the uh, backside of the uh, Capitol there. Let me go ahead and pull it up on the chat for you guys to see this. And this was a truck there parked at the, uh, at the Capitol. So there's a 3% truck that's parked there at the Capitol. <laughs> Who did it belong to? Why was it there? You know what I mean? This yeah. is the stuff that uh, people, you know, obviously are linking feds to. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would this not be a uh, how did it get up there? Because I remember all the streets closed off uh, while we were up there filming. There would have been no way that would have been a normal person to be able to get that truck. Where
0: so I that is. Throw it through the crowd. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, the, the two most famous people on January 6th are the, the QAnon shaman and uh, Ray Epps. Yeah. Was that his name? So Ashley Babbitt,
2: unfortunately. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, sorry. I
0: should say Ashley Babbitt. But uh, one of those guys is imprisoned in in a gulag forever, and the other guy has been charged with absolutely nothing at all. So if if you think that there wasn't Fed involvement, I mean, he was the one who was going around to every one of these barricades telling people, and the night before telling people that they need to go into the Capitol. Like, this wasn't even something I think that was in most people's minds to to rush the Capitol. It it seemed Mm -hmm. like it was uh, some people started doing it and the crowd fell into it. He was. Talking about this, you know, 24 hours in advance on camera. Mm-hmm.
3: I just recently saw a video come out with a it was a cop in I think it was a Capitol police in full uniform with a MAGA hat on, leading uh other cops out of the Capitol as people were that. coming in. Yeah. Like I what was that, that about? <laughs>
4: Uh, you know, and obviously, you know, we know that this stuff is all coordinated through, you know, certain psyops and stuff. And the birds are coordinating with the uh, feds on all of this. Let me share this with you guys real quick. Oh, we got a round coming yeah, sir, in. I'm trying to say <laughs> thanks
0: for buying us around Ocean Breeze Salty. Appreciate Thank it. you.
3: Thank you.
4: Yeah, yeah. It says towards your bail money okay. when they come for you <laughs> if if you let them what if you let them oh, even post. Well, yes, <laughs> thank you so much. Hey, we got, we got another, another one, one
3: too. Oh my goodness, coming
4: in from Kappler, uh Capper Outdoors. Hey, my friend, We're how are you small. doing over there? Thank Great you. channel, by the way. If you haven't checked out Capper Outdoors, he has a fantastic YouTube channel. Go check it out.
0: Sweet, will do.
1: I swear yeah. these people try to get me as drunk as fast as possible.
0: <laughs> it, starts off, it starts off
4: real slow and all comes in hot and heavy and Abby's like, I'm out of drinks and her husband's coming in with
1: some more for
0: her. <laughs> He's berating her after the show for drinking his expensive scotch.
1: <laughs> I accidentally poured his uh, more expensive stuff thinking it was the cheaper stuff yesterday see. or last week. Honest mistake. I was going to share that
4: because uh, you know, talking about the affidavit, and we've been talking about you know the consequences of what's going to happen as we continue to move forward toward the midterms. I put out this uh, poll out uh, seven hours ago. About nine thousand votes on it. I asked, "Will the Biden regime try and arrest Trump before the midterms?" Eighty-nine percent of the people that responded to this poll said yes. Uh, Eighty-nine percent people that responded to this uh, poll. So nearly uh, everyone think that the regime is going to move in a way to arrest trump
0: yeah i, I think that the, aff- I, the the one part of the affidavit that i pointed out earlier really makes me think this is they tried to include this one interpretation of i read it a million times or i won't be able to remember it now some u.s code law that uh says essentially yes we could arrest the president even if uh we think that national security is a threat it doesn't matter if he declassified the documents it doesn't matter if they're never were classified, if we think he has something that would jeopardize national security. And that's just one interpretation of a very broadly written law that doesn't actually say that. But in the, the, one of the unredacted parts is their interpretation saying, well, it doesn't matter.
4: <laughs> Thank you again,
2: uh, Denise. Uh, Thank with, you. <laughs> with $2 says, I'm getting another one. Drink. <laughs> uh, so with, with the whole arresting thing, like I, I think that they want to, but certainly they're smart, they're smart enough to not do that. I'm because not sure, Cam. I I, they, uh, I, I was listening would, to certainly I was listen- they can I was like see this. the repercussions.
3: I think if they do arrest him and it does, th- it, it that all becomes public record, so they can't redact. Uh, so once it becomes public oh. record,
2: well, I mean, and, and on top of that, look what happens if that goes down. Thank For, you, Tara. Um, uh, in uh 2016, tr- uh, Donald, I think I may have talked to you about this before, PJ. Um, But in 2016, Donald Trump was the avatar of the disaffected, the discontented, and the people Mm. who were tired of what they were dealing with, tired of Obama, tired of Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, etc. And so he was their avatar. And I think right now when you see that FBI raid and all of that, he is still acting as an avatar, but the left is viewing him as an avatar for the people. And so you have this this dynamic here. I think that if they – I think that they want to make everyone scared, but I think if they actually arrested him, people do see him as them in some sense of the word, and you're not yeah. going to have, a, have a, a peaceful response to that.
0: My, my theory, and I've been saying this for a few months now, and I, I, sw- I hope to God I'm wrong, but I, I really think this is where they're going, and I've got some evidence I could bring up for this. I think the October surprise isn't just that they arrest Trump. I think the October surprise is that they want the violent reaction and they want to shut down anybody I mean, on our side from being able to vote at all,
2: right? I think that that may, it's just so big. Like i i I, I don't want to. I, I don't think they're as dumb as some people think. But if, if they want it, yeah, I, that makes sense. But if I, they, I don't. I don't. Well, they've think it's already it's crossed
4: the Rubicon, attention. right? By doing this already, so they have to lean into it. They can't back off now. They have to lean into the actions they've already committed. So you know, the half measure isn't going to work for them at this point.
1: I think that they want it too much and they believe their own press too much that the only people who are really with Trump are just far right extremists. I think that they've said it so many times that they believe it.
0: They've set the stage for making a certain side of the, to making our side of the political spectrum to be out. Yeah. To be uh, violent extremists who are not, uh, shouldn't be allowed in this country. I mean, just like what Kathy Hochul said this week, she said that 5.4 million Republicans should just leave New York because, uh, uh, I'll just read her quote sorry she said uh I'll just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong that's what she said to her own citizens the ones that she's the governor over so I just I think these people actually do want a civil war I think they're pushing for it or if not a civil war they just want the violent reaction to be enough that they can crack down on everyone
4: well we're heading into I I mentioned this in our telegram chat that we have for the uh, host and things about that Quote, and I'm kind of where you're with at there, um, PJ, that civil war mentality. They are looking to make us the enemy where it will be OK to actively hunt Republicans or conservatives or Trump supporters or anybody that disagrees with a Democrat Party.
0: The, the violent rhetoric is already like surpassing that of, of, you know, the 1860s America. If you think about like think about this, OK, in 1865, when we actually had a civil war. People were divided on about two things. They were divided on the idea of states' rights and they were divided on the idea on slavery. If you think about today, are we more divided or less divided than the actual Civil War times? I would say we're far more divided because there's not a single issue that we're anywhere close on. There's no middle ground at any of the major issues today. Because you could at least argue in the 1860s, they all had a common ground uh, understanding of most of re- re- reality for one. I mean, we're not even in agreement on reality anymore. Like the reality of... of biological facts like gender. We're n- we're not in the agreement on sexualizing children, on mutilating children, on abortion. There's there's nothing that we have a middle ground where we can just come together on. At least in 1860s America, you could say, yeah, we pretty much agree on most things or at least have a common ground idea of most things outside of these two issues, outside of federalism and outside of slavery. I don't think we're I don't think we're there today.
3: Well, and I they're trying all... to evoke a violent reaction out of our side, but if you look at what happened in 2020, they had a violent reaction on their side. They stoked the, the fire. They stoked the flames. They stoked the flames. And then we had the summer of love leading up to the 2020 election. And I think they're trying to do the same thing This, you know, now, except to have us do that. And I don't think we will. I think in a lot of ways,
1: this, this war is being fought on social media. And when they suspend us, when they erase us, it is like that, that quasi killing somebody mm-hmm. and removing them from the fight.
4: Well, they just took down Andrew Tate. I know, you know, I know there are some people out there that are not a big fan. I don't even know who Andrew Tate was. To be honest, with I'm you not guys, a big until, fan until recently. Uh, but again, just another example of you know silencing voices that they may not agree with. You know, we talked. About, I think we talked okay. about this at the last stream where yeah. we talked about Ox Jones being that canary in the coal yeah. mine, and mm-hmm. where yeah. nobody you know said anything. And it's, well, they, this platform is everywhere. So who did they go after next when nobody outraged? Well, of course, it was Trump? And others.
0: Yeah. yeah. With yeah. Andrew Tate, I will say I vehemently disagree with this guy's premise. I, I understand that he says some things people like, and if you just look at the stuff. That, he, that you like, he says some really powerful, yeah. really positive stuff. I've, I've listened to some of his clips, and it's like, wow, that is spot on. And then you really look into the guy, and you're like, this guy's disgusting, and I don't want to defend him, but it's the same thing as Alex Jones. It doesn't matter if you like him or not. Yeah. You, you can't
3: exactly.
0: while people like that get uh, deplatformed in silence and expect they're not going to come for you next. That's what happened when they took Alex Jones off of platforms a few years ago. That's what they're trying to set up now. I, I said it I said it a few weeks ago when me and Katie covered the Alex Jones trial. said so they're going to start coming after other people like that, and they wasn't long before they came after Andrew Tate, whether I like him or not and I, I personally don't.
3: The whole point of freedom of speech is to give speech to people you disagree with. There wouldn't we wouldn't need a we wouldn't need freedom of speech in the Constitution if it was for the speech we agree with because nobody's trying to shut that down. So you have to defend all speech, not just what's yeah. what you think is right, you know.
0: Yeah, what, what's funny about that is the only speech the left seems to defend is speech that actually is illegal, like calls to violence. They'll defend on their own side. Yeah. People like, they, they do all the time. Just get on Twitter. Like, how many people, how many times have you guys personally been threatened with violence on Twitter? And those stuff, that stuff doesn't mm-hmm. get taken down. And then you mm-hmm. say something as, uh, as true and innocent as Ellen Page was in the movie Juno and your mm-hmm. accounts are taken down.
3: Yeah, luckily, uh,
0: unless a you're a big name, you that.
3: can respawn. What we saying,
2: Cameron? I said, I said, my, uh, my Ellen Page tweet was much worse than that. <laughs> what was What was yours? I'm curious now.
4: don't well, huh? no! Are we gonna survive the uh, YouTube not- uh, diversity hires if he <laughs> others
2: just <laughs> that tweet? <laughs> uh, so the joke that I made was, um, if I masturbate to old pictures oh,
4: oh, no. of Ellen Page, no, no, no does no, that no. mean I'm
2: dead yanking him? <laughs>
3: Oh. No. oh my god
2: <laughs> I told you it was worse
3: do <laughs> you have one of those beep buttons right? I <laughs> wish I did PJ <laughs> we're going
4: to need a beep button for that. this is cut <laughs> did
3: you go down for that account? Yeah. did you, you go down for that? Yeah. no no
2: no <laughs> they took down my first account because uh, Justin Trudeau said something real stupid and I asked him if he'd ever considered eating shit and dying <laughs>
3: It was just an honest question. It was a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I just uh, said a certain human is I mean, a woman, you know and I lost my entire account.
0: You know what? You know what, though? Like, this is funny because, first of all, your tweet's hilarious, Cam. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. well, I could see that being a legitimate question that the LGBTQ a- IDGAF community actually asked. Is it right? <laughs> they, would, mm-hmm. they came up with dead naming. Dead yanking doesn't sound that far off of <laughs> <Maybe laughs> this.
3: hit oh, that, that B button. <laughs>
1: Dead yanking is violence. It's actually. (laughs) I am way too. Not too wholesome
3: for this show.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are going to get us yanked (laughs) off the air. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness! Oh, I don't wow. even know how to
0: follow that joke.
4: Yeah, let's let's, <laughs> let's let it be dead, and we can move on from that. <laughs> uh, that is too much.
3: <laughs> I'm crying.
1: I'm laughing. You're, so hard. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. <Kim>.
4: Thanks, Cam. <laughs>
1: Not oh, the hero we deserve, but the hero we need right now.
4: Speaking of social media. Uh, We had some revelations happen this week on a couple different different fronts, YouTube and, of course, Facebook. And I think many people know about the Facebook stuff, which Mark Zuckerberg came out on Joe Rogan's podcast and talked about how the FBI approached him uh, in helping to suppress the Hunter Biden story. And but he you know, he mentioned it as Russian disinformation is what they were being warned about. Uh, YouTube, on the other hand, has now relaxed its policies talking about. Uh, the jab talking about mask and talking about other things where many accounts were lost over the course of the last two years for people factually talking about the things now that we claimed two years ago. Uh, so those policies are uh, being led up. And I, I I was going to tweet this out the other day. I completely forgot about it. So I'll just say it here. Don't be surprised when there's the uh, the election uh, in November and the Republicans take the House, that it will be okay to question the elections once
3: again. Absolutely.
0: It absolutely will be. I love the fact that now I can just come on here and say masks are ineffectual and never actually help sp- uh, stop the spread of COVID-19 or anything. We knew this in 2014. This is what's so crazy. There's so many stories. I know Frank covered this. I covered this as well, th- that uh, doctors are suing these big tech giants because they were out there saying, hey, you know, we actually have the data in the science that shows way back in 2014. We did a study that showed that uh, masks don't stop the spread of things like flu and cold and things like that. So it's going to be ineffectual against COVID-19 like it's ineffectual against everything except dribbling into your surgical patient while you have an open wound. Like that's what surgical masks are for. Right. Um,
3: surgery
0: yeah <laughs> but they knew this and now that they, they were they were silenced they were taking out dan bongino lost his channel because of that i think uh Rand paul lost it you know his ability to be on youtube because of i that. got two strikes yeah. because of that
2: yeah well yeah i lost i had a uh a facebook group for four years it was actually our fourth anniversary when they pulled they deleted the entire group because we said what all of them are saying now
3: mm-hmm. and it was
2: oh, it's it's Just incredible. And
3: And and they're not going back and reinstating anyone's accounts. No, and
4: and we've already seen the shift in mainstream media where they're now uh, placing the blame of the vaccine all on Trump now that everybody had to go out there and get vaccinated because it was mandated by a lot of companies, by the federal government, and pressure by the federal government for companies to force their employees to take the jab. And now we're seeing a pivot in the mainstream media. There are articles being written already about it how they're blaming the vaccine on Trump and laying all the uh, all the effects, all the deaths and everything else that we talked about off air right before we came on at the feet of him. This is something that I think many people predicted that if he did not distance himself from it, they were going to put it on him. Even Alex yep. Jones recently came out and told Trump that he needed to distance himself away from the jab like DeSantis <laughs> had already done so uh, prior.
0: Trump's biggest mistake ever Was not allowing them to pick up the the football when (laughs) when they did like seriously it was all do you guys remember in uh yeah in 2020 in October and stuff like that it was hey there's a vaccine that's going to be coming out if people want it you know we rushed it through and uh, you know that was there. People like Kamala Harris going out there saying, I'll never take a, a tr- vaccine yep. that Trump made. We'll yep. never take his vaccine. It's a terrible vaccine. Cool. Then as soon as Biden's in power, the vaccine's the most wonderful thing. And not only can you get it if you want it, which was the original thing, like, hey, we'll rush a vaccine mm-hmm. out there. We, it's, we, people know it's experimental, but if they want it, then they can take that and feel better about uh, about life. Then it was, you know, we have to force this on everybody, and it was wonderful. And instead of Trump just letting them take this absolutely toxic yes. Alcohol, he had to, he had to his pride just would not let him let it go, and yeah. and people like Frank, people like me have been saying, yeah, Trump's got to get off this this train. He's got to
1: it's his Achilles to hang heel. Hang themselves
0: with this rope and 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 let go of it. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. It his pride is absolutely his Achilles heel. I I love so many things about Trump, but he has been warned by the people who love him for. A couple years now. Hey, man, can you just back off like shilling this vaccine? I know you're so proud of yourself for getting it through, but just like look at the evidence and just stop. Mm -hmm. He won't.
4: No, he won't. He won't back off. And I remember him and Bill O'Reilly both got booed when they started talking about the vaccine. He was a little bit taken back and offended by it. He hadn't really talked about the vaccine much at the rallies uh since uh since early 2021 um uh, mm-hmm. when he was doing a couple of those rallies he kind of touted it out there but he hasn't really mentioned it much now but he still hasn't his distance themselves away from it saying you know uh these uh individuals you know uh, pull the curtain back show them everything that was happening behind the curtain instead of allowing them to uh drag this albatross around his neck and let him sink with it yeah
0: yeah, it, it's funny because I feel like Trump at one point kind of shifted his messaging a little bit more from, you know, I'm proud of what we did with Operation Warp Speed, but I'm not sure this vaccine's really that great. And then I don't know what happened, but they just went right back to shilling for it. And like I, I'm actually curious about your guys' take on on just the the idea of something like Operation Warp Speed, because when it first was proposed, I didn't want the vaccine. But my thought was, look, there's people that have incurable diseases, cancer, leukemia, things like that. If we can make it so people could actually take, knowing full well it's experimental, take a vaccine or a treatment uh, instead of having to wait 10 years for the FDA to approve something that might save their life, like I was, like, I was kind of okay with that. I was like, okay, yeah, this, this actually makes sense. I don't want it forced on me when it's experimental especially, but the idea of letting people make that choice for themselves made, made sense to me. So I'm not even mad at Trump for the operation speed.
4: Yeah, I was always okay with the idea of leaving it to people to want to take it, but as soon as we knew we knew where the road was going to go down when it was going to be rolled out, because we had already seen it play out beforehand with the with the mask, how people started mandating wherever you went, and it, the natural progression was only that the vaccine was going to be treated same in the same fashion because that was supposed to be the cure-all, right? And so for me, I was okay with. The vaccine rollout. I didn't really care about it much, much uh, to the effect of you know, okay, roll it out. If people want to go get it, fantastic, go grab it. If you know you don't, no big deal. But then we saw the writing on the wall prior to how they were already conditioning the public before that rollout. Before and and mind you, um, a lot of people remember or might not remember that the uh, FDA and every the manufacturers for the vaccine held on to it. Until after the 2020 election, they didn't want yeah. to give Trump the win before that, by the way.
0: Yeah, then they tried to rebrand it as a as a Biden win too. So it's, it's funny though, because now we're seeing the shift, and it's very clear why we're seeing the shift. I mean, if you look and they're, they're kind of having tacitly acknowledged that this vaccine's crap, that it's killing people, that uh, th- that's why they're changing their policies, and you're seeing these articles um, like like Frank had mentioned, what does it say in, in the headline of this article, I just want to pull this up? I've got so many tabs pulled up it's somewhere uh I can't, I can't find it
4: well <clears throat> let's shift back a little bit to the Zuckerberg interview with he had with Rogan sure,
0: play that clip I've got it pulled up if you want yeah
4: go ahead pull it um and make sure that audio is running through correctly because it was echo last time you had ran audio all
0: right let me let me try can you still hear me yeah I can still hear you okay I think I've got it fixed now
4: okay
3: like There was a lot of
0: attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah, we have that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us. Some some folks on our team it was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. Can you pause the first And on notice that.
4: This is the exact same thing in the uh, interference by the FBI. Once again, just highlighting that they were actively, again, working against, you know, the Trump administration in every facet. The coup never stopped from the very beginning when Trump announces uh his candidacy back in 2015 until now which we now be revealed even to, through the 2020 election that was very uh um recorded in the time magazine article of fortifying the election
0: yeah and it's it, this this story in particular goes further than the fbi as well if you guys remember there was what 11 or how i can't remember they changed the number all the time at least 11 federal agencies that claimed outright that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. We know this to be unequivocally false now. Uh, So somehow, all of these agencies were able to look at a laptop, which if you've seen the contents, not that I recommend you look at them, but I've seen them. It's pretty freaking clear that this is Hunter Biden doing some insanely illegal stuff. Uh, Just personally, but on top of that with uh, giving 10% to the big guy and all the stuff, you can find financial records and stuff in there. So there's no way that these, these agencies looked at the same evidence the rest of us have seen and came to the conclusion that this was fake Russian disinformation. They knew it was real. The FBI mm-hmm. knew it was real. All these places knew it was real. And then they still had to go interfere with the elections by telling yeah, Mark Zuckerberg and others to not uh, share. So I'll, I'll play a little bit more of this clip, though. But basically, there's about to be some kind of dump of... of um... Uh, that's similar to that So just be vigilant So our protocol is different from Twitter's What Twitter did is they said You can't share this at all um, We didn't do that what, what we do is we have um, If Call something it. reported to us as potentially uh,
4: Shadow banning is what he's talking about uh, What he's about to uh, talk about and This is something you talked about last stream uh, PJ with yeah. shadow banning Actually possibly being worse Than actually being deplatformed Explain why
0: Well, I think shadow banning is worse as far as creators go, for sure. And with news organizations, it's definitely going to bring down the reach. It's going to make people think uh, that uh, it's disinformation on a legitimate story because they're not seeing it everywhere. I think that's why shadow banning is bad for them. But shadow banning, I think, is particularly bad for creators because you you put out content and you see how it does and you think you're doing well and you adjust to try to make your content better. And once Mm -hmm. you start seeing your videos downtrend and downtrend and downtrend, Mm -hmm. You get it in your head that there's something that you're doing wrong. It's a Pavlovian response. You can't help it. And all of a sudden you have no idea how to make good content anymore because you are in your mind, you're like, hey, I'm making content. This many people should be able to see it. This is how it works. This is how shares and likes and things like that work as far as the algorithms go. And you just end up not being able to make good content anymore and start you just doubt yourself. It, it's a whole mm-hmm. thing with creators. But as far as news stories go, I think, I think for them, it's just the fact that people like, I haven't heard of that story. You've heard of it. It must be. You know some shady, stupid website. So
4: let me let me ask Cam uh, or Katie Zed or even Abby that. Do you think this is a CYA on Zuckerberg's part?
2: I'm trying to figure out his motive here because I mean, what's what's his agenda in saying this? Because you I know think, that. Uh, wait, what?
3: I I think he's trying to separate himself because if I don't know if you go further in the clip, he's like, well, we're not the ones fact checking. We we uh, you know. We let other people fact check. So I think he's trying to distance, distance himself from what's going on on his platform, which if you're going to be the arbiter of what's true and false, it doesn't matter if you uh, give it to somebody else to do, or you hire somebody else to do it or you do it yourself. It's still happening on his platform, which is why Facebook is, it, people just aren't on there. I haven't been on my Facebook in, in, in like a year, you know? I, so. I think it's, I think,
0: oh, sorry, go ahead, Abby.
3: Well, if you look at some of how Zuckerberg handled this in the
1: past, he used to stand up a lot more for free speech. And I think that the pressure got to him. And and you start to wonder, like, is this guy actually conservative or a little bit sympathetic and then um, just a coward? But I think also he knows who pays his bills. And, and some of the, the things that do the best on his platform are The Daily Wire and uh, Bongino and, and some of those. So, I don't know. I think I think I- he... He's confusing.
0: I think, I think you're right. I think he's a confusing character because I'm not sure he's like fully bought into wanting to destroy and censor all Republicans and yeah. conservatives. But I think a lot of it is cover your ass because you know he's got uh, he, he's throwing Twitter under the under the bus here. He sees that their yep. stocks are dropping mm-hmm. massively. I mean, Facebook is is a dinosaur at this point. Like nobody's going to yeah. be on Facebook in five years. Uh, I'm like you said. I'm not. I'm, I don't know if anybody in this chat or in the, on this panel uses Facebook on a regular basis like we used to. I surely don't. I don't. Um, but, yeah, but I don't, I just, I think that he sees that and he's like, well, look how much better we are than Twitter. Also, thanks movie dog for the, uh, buying us around.
3: Well, I mean, he, he's, he's the minister of truth and, but he doesn't want to admit that he's the one doing it.
1: Is, is he the one doing it or is he really being pressured by the FBI? But I think Jen Saki uh, alluded to this idea that they were pressuring Facebook to take down well, information. Is he just, we, than, and,
3: If the government is suppressing freedom of speech, that's an issue. Everyone's like, oh, well, they're a private company. They can do what they want. But if it's the government telling them to do that, now the government is suppressing the First Amendment.
4: There was an article out just recently talking about this with Twitter as well, with them suppressing the White House in communication with Twitter to take down things or censor certain things that was uh, damaging to the regime.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what also was in that article I brought up earlier about the doctor's Suing. Mm-hmm. What they were saying is that it wasn't just Facebook and Twitter; it was at the behest of Fauci and at the behest of the Biden administration, at the behest mm-hmm. of the CDC. So this is some. This is not even like it's something we all know is happening. That when anybody says Facebook or Twitter is a private company, so it doesn't matter. We've all seen it publicly. I mean, after the 2016 election, and this goes back to Mark Zuckerberg, um, he was brought before Congress, and they berated him for, for false news. You know, being allowed to be on his. They they claim that he allowed these Russian bots to say things uh, negative about Hillary. They'll, they kind of ignored the fact that there was just as much negative Trump or pro Hillary Russian bot stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's we all know that the government is coercing all these platforms and what they're allowed to say. And it's not just the American government; it's other governments too.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. So one of the things that um, I so I, I've now had time to think about it. Uh, what what Zucker, Zuckerberg's angle may be. Um, so do you remember the whole, they were trying to uh, regulate social media and Zuckerberg specifically wanted Facebook to be regulated when he went in and he had all these conversations. He talked to people about it because that, that can help drive out any competition and drive it. Gab can't make it um, truth, whatever. It, yeah. Right. Um, and so now, now that I'm thinking about it by him, Uh, shifting the blame in this censorship stuff that people don't want, then now him saying that it's the FBI will make certain people go, oh, so the FBI can just do what they want. We need regulations. We need oversight. I think he's trying to get that regulation that he's wanted for several years now.
1: Interesting. I agree.
4: That's a stupid point because remember uh, last year they had the Facebook whistleblower show up and came before Congress and was basically talking about the same thing, talking about – uh, uh, social media needs more uh, regulation.
2: I think that's yeah. it. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was the fakest story of all time. <laughs> it was a whistleblower that went out before them and was like, Yeah, you know, Facebook, the only problem with them is that they don't have enough government oversight. There's not enough government oversight on these other platforms either. Why don't you do something about that? It was, I, I mean, that, that, I Facebook was in on that. <laughs>
4: that. That was about as fake as the uh, the the hick <clears> that was in front of Congress inside a uh, jacked up truck that he had a bomb inside of it, Do you guys remember that story from yeah, last year? Yeah, glow in
3: the dark. Yeah,
4: <laughs> never heard anything from that guy ever since then. No, nope. that went away pretty fast.
1: Yeah <laughs> is is it trying to get rid of competition, or is it is it like hmm. just tell us what to do? Like just govern me harder, Daddy. But but seriously, <laughs> like people just don't like to take responsibility for their own stuff, and I think maybe Mark is in this position uh, where he just doesn't want to carry the weight of it. He just wants rules.
0: If you, you know, believe the origin story of Mark Zuckerberg, he doesn't like to share.
4: You know PJ, yes. you should that's a great question for Basebot 3 to know whether or not uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is lying or wants more uh, Facebook regulations government regulations. Let's ask Basebot. Yep. <laughs> and in the meantime, while he's checking on Basebot's response, don't forget to check out our Twitter account, uh, Last American Pubcast. if you have an interesting guest that you like to have come on. Go follow us over on Twitter. Uh, at last american PubCast, you can find us and of course uh you know you can share memes over there you can make memes of the show if you want to meme uh, our fantastic fact checker being the fact checker <laughs> which isn't here yet we'll be in later <laughs> we'll be in later
0: can i ask you guys a question has anybody else tried to talk to blunderbot three no yes okay abby did I don't know what it is, but like I've seen other people talk to this bot and it'll answer their questions. Every time I've ever asked this thing a question, it says something about cars. So just to give you a quick thing of what it, I got on before, I, it said hi to me. It said, "I took my car, uh, I took my car <laughs> to the show this weekend." Every <laughs> time I got, on, it just talks about working on cars. So I said, "Does Mark Zuckerberg want more censorship?" I don't think so. My job is working on cars. <laughs> what is <laughs> I don't know. Is, is it just me reading something in my algorithm that's like, this guy only wants to talk about cars? Because every time I've ever tried this, I, I change the subject. It's like, yeah, but I really want to talk about cars. And I,
3: Have you been talking about cars recently? Maybe it's like, you know, when you get those ads. Yeah. You know,
0: what's funny is that I said, can you please stop talking about cars I want to talk about something else? And it's like, oh, fine. But, you know, I really like cars. And the it was like, yeah, but I'm working on my car with my dad. <laughs> Maybe it's broken for me. I don't know. I'll keep trying. <laughs> I,
2: w- one thing real quick. I think that uh, I forget who said it just then, but that Zuckerberg doesn't like to share. I think that that's why he wants regulation because at the point when he they were really pu- pushing for this, people were, after they bought Instagram, they were asking for Facebook to be split apart into different companies so that one man wouldn't have all, the whole pie, right? Anti monopoly stuff. And if he got those regulations in and he was regulated by the government it wouldn't he wouldn't have to worry about that split anymore that's what i think is behind that
1: yeah you see the same thing with big companies like walmart and amazon where they don't complain about these regulations that affect them but they kill small businesses cuz they can survive it but the small businesses can. They take out their competition. Use well, just like the today. 2020
4: shutdowns where they shut down all the mom and pop uh, stores yep. and they allowed Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, and Walmart, Walmart to yep. remain open.
1: Of course they did. Of course they did
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I... You, talking about that, like whenever people talk about, uh, you know... Uh, capitalism failing in this or that or the other. I'm like, do you really think we're living in a capitalist system more than a corporatist system? I mean, look at look Absolutely. what happened like you said in 2020. Is it really capitalism when uh, your local hardware store can't be open but Home Depot can for the same reason? There's there's these Real big...
3: capitalism hasn't been tried. Real capitalism <laughs>
0: hasn't... it's not being tried right now that's for sure.
3: <laughs> we had a little mom and pop Ace Hardware in my small town I live in and after all of the COVID stuff, they're they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Home Depot and Lowe's is still here. So
2: Yeah, when we we were in Pennsylvania when the COVID stuff started and we decided that we didn't want to be there and so uh, like we moved near the end of March. I just we decided to move on March 17th of 2020. And on the way down when it was just starting, I saw three family restaurants with signs out saying it's been a good 50 years. It's been a good 30 years. But we're so closing sad. down.
3: It's so sad.
2: Ridiculous. And oh, and very- I, I do want to say I saw uh North Arrow coffee in the chat, and he sent me some coffee. And I want to say it was delicious, and thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, Rob's a great guy. We are trying to we're gonna have him on soon. I point.
3: drink uh Rob coffee every time I'm streaming, so I just like Hit me up if you need my address.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I should say about about North Arrow coffee. It is so good that you can leave it in the pot overnight and <laughs> reheat it and then dump a bunch of creamer in it and it'll still taste good.
0: Listen, listen, Abby doesn't actually like coffee. She likes creamer with a splash of coffee in it. So
1: uh, I'm with
4: that, you. That, that, that's a fact. I, I called that out the earlier it's today on called- Twitter. It's and called that a is, latte.
3: She's fancy. Yeah.
0: And that is why if you do end up going to NorthArrowCoffee.co, you should use code PJ10 for 10% off and not Abby10.
3: Ah, you
1: guys.
0: She's not even a coffee drinker. So, you know, a little shot. She's a creamer
4: out. drinker.
1: She I is like a creamer
0: she. drinker, yeah.
4: What was that, international delight that you used when you yeah. poured into your?
1: Big fan of, they have the perfect combination of, of milk and sugar for me.
4: <laughs> Have you ever seen that uh office episode where Michael Scott starts his own co- company and driving the van and uh <laughs> he has this big old thing that looks like coffee? And uh Pam's like, Oh, is that coffee? And he's like, Yeah, and she drinks it. She's like, Oh, it tastes like milk and sugar. And he's like, Yep, milk and sugar. Yeah. <laughs> That's Abby. That's Abby. <laughs> if we could get that clip oh, and put Abby's face on it, that'd be amazing. <laughs>
0: Some one of the, one of the meme people in chat needs to work on that. I like it. Did you did you see that the FBI now has responded to what Mark Zuckerberg said on Rogan's podcast? I saw that. do You have the story. I do. Let me see. I can put up on screen really quick. Oh nope. And uh, there we go. Uh, So it says the day after Mark Zuckerberg said that Facebook limited a polarizing story ahead of the 2020 election because of the FBI warning, the federal agency said it can only alert a private entity of, of a potential threat and not require it to take action. Uh, You know, I'm sorry. Just like right based off that note, it's so funny because this is how the government works and it's not new. This is how the government's always worked. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, what is the meddlesome priest? It was what King Henry the eighth, I think. That was like, yeah, you know, I, I can't order this priest to be killed, but it'd just be really nice if something, you know, if, if he wasn't bothering me anymore, if somebody would do something about this meddlesome priest. I'm not going to order his death or anything. Uh, and that's exactly what it sounds like. It says uh, in an episode of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast made available Thursday, Zuckerberg said, although the FBI didn't specifically name a New York Post article about the Hunter Biden laptop, it fit the pattern of what the FBI warned about. The Facebook co founder said the FBI is a legitimate institution. Oh, that's how you know he's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> the warning prompted him to take that seriously. Yeah, so it's, exa- it's exactly what I said. He's like, yeah, I, look, they're they're no joke. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna take this uh, pretty serious. This threat. I mean, I mean, warning
2: seriously.
1: Like, what do you do? What do you do if the FBI comes and says, "Hey, just a suggestion, but like, take it down."
2: Is this before can- or after I reload?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Mid-reload, mid yeah, like a, like in a movie action <laughs> scene where you're like duck behind a crate and you're like having a conversation.
1: It's, yeah. it's just, there's just too much um, power dynamic. It, you'd think the left would understand that the power dynamic is off there.
0: I was about to say that. After Me Too, you'd think they would actually understand that because, you know, with, uh what, why can't they name his name? The comedian.
2: It wasn't the He's fact good. that these women didn't want it. It's the fact that he was their okay. boss. Lucy. Yeah. yeah, you'd think they'd understand that, but then they put out cuties, and I, I was convinced that they didn't understand it. In fact, <sighs> yeah, it's
3: okay not, when it's kids, don't you know?
0: It really bothered me that there was conservatives that were trying to defend it. As in, well, if you watch it all the way to the end, it's kind of against sexualizing children. I am like, like, the whole
3: yeah, well, about
0: I drowned it. puppies, and then came out and said, "Well, I drowned puppies in this video to show you that it's bad to drown puppies." It would not make it would not make it okay.
1: Yeah, wow. you still drowned
3: puppies.
0: <laughs> they still sexualized the, women, the, the the girls that were in the movie. Yeah, right.
3: Those are real children, real children whose parents made them child actors, which I don't know why you would do that, but... Because they're abusive. Like, yeah.
0: I mean, that's what all it comes down to, the child actor thing, all the trans stuff. It comes down to there's these uh, why, no, why no housewives that just want to be... They, they want to have something to brag about on social media. They're
3: living vicariously through their right. children because they didn't make it. They wanted to be, you know, they did a one commercial when they were 12 and they didn't do anything after that. And they think, oh, well, if my, if my kid could make it, then I could be her manager and they could, you know, retire off of their child.
1: You see that in Britney Spears' dad where he just yeah. clung to it and made a ton of money off her and now it's, he won't let it go.
3: Almost all child actors, almost and, all of them. Like, look at, ki- look at that. Look at that. Even that kid on YouTube, the, the toy review kid, those
0: Ryan or whatever.
3: It, yeah, those-
0: oh my gosh. If you go to Walmart, every other toy is Ryan's world.
4: Yeah, it's and what you're crazy. starting to see in some uh aspects is some of these uh these uh child actors are actually coming out and starting to. Uh, lend a voice to, you know, what took place behind the scenes in a lot of these shows. I know J- Jenny McCarthy, I think, or McCartney, she used to play on um, uh, that Nickelodeon show. Oh, um, that McCurdy. McCurdy, thank you. Hi, Carly. Hi, uh, Carly. And yeah. also there was another uh, actor that was, their actress that was just out there protesting in front of Nickelodeon, uh, just a couple days ago, as well. That was a child star, and I yeah. was- remember
0: that she said,
2: "She said, yeah,
0: it's like Hollywood is sexualizing young girls. It's disgusting.' Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you talk about it. Yeah,
2: you can't tell me Demi Lovato wasn't messed with.
0: Well, obviously, like, I
2: mean, she's, she's out, out of her, her head. Messed.
3: Yeah, this has been happening for years. What's that uh, Blue Lagoon movie where was right. it? I forget um, the actress's uh, name. Brooke, Brooke Shields was it? Yeah. Brooke Shields. Like, yeah. She was like 14 when they like It's just but, disgusting. But even
2: before that, her mom did it because when she mm-hmm. was 10, she had a photographer take fully nude photos of her daughter and publish them. Absolutely
4: yeah. disgusting. Those people belong yeah. in jail and should earn the death penalty. You know what's yeah. the craziest
2: part
0: about this though is that we look at we look at media now and we see what what's on TV for our kids. And it's disgusting. It's propaganda. It's like right in your face. All of it. You can't even watch the new Jurassic Park kids TV show without it throwing uh, LGBT stuff at you. Mm -hmm. But but it didn't start there. It's not. It's not just the visible stuff. It's all the hidden stuff. Think about every actor or actress that came out of the Mickey Mouse Club. The (laughs) Mickey Mouse Club was one of the most innocent shows on TV. And every single one of them is screwed in the head. Yeah. Spears came from is where Christina Aguilera came from.
3: And it's not even just the girls like the Corey Haim and Corey Feldman and like all of all of them. It's
1: heartbreaking. It's truly heartbreaking. And I think that we we get it in our heads that these Hollywood people, they're just Hollywood trash. And we just you know, they're all out of their minds and we don't feel for them the way that we would feel if it happened to our neighbor.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I just
2: wonder when Macaulay Culkin will finally tell the truth because like Mm -hmm if you saw his his downgrade in the middle of his like several he's just is kind of coming back up now like yeah. looking human and looking not like a meth addict um like there's no way he wasn't messed with like it, well, it's endless
3: it, michael jackson,
2: it, it, i mean he he
0: admitted that he would cuddle in bed with Macaulay Culkin. Right. that was all it was according to michael jackson yeah we know we know he's been abused
3: there's a reason why all these child actors end up being drug addicts because they're self-medicating because yeah. they're messed up mentally because of what happened to them as children.
4: Right. Well, not such a dark topic as we are going to leave this one here uh-huh. just now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but did you did you guys see, I know many people didn't because he probably drew about 30 people into this gymnasium uh, <laughs> earlier this week. But Joe Biden came out. He was out there. And I guess they highly medicated him to come out there to try to perform. Um in front of these people, but where he said that he doesn't respect these MAGA Republicans. Did you guys see this? I it's don't more think
1: dehumanization. I did. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So here's the clip. I'll go ahead and play it for you guys.
5: You'd think if the Republicans really cared about reducing inflation, they would have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. There's that one. <laughs>
3: it was it was a green act. It was yeah. like everything in there was about green energy.
4: And here's the next clip. I don't
1: respect these Maga Republicans
4: doesn't respect them and this goes right on the uh, things we have uh, Charlie Chris uh, used to be the former governor of Florida he is now the pri- now the Democrat challenger to Ron DeSantis here in the state of Florida and for the 20, uh, uh, for the midterms and he just came out and said that he doesn't want any Ron DeSantis voters to vote for him. Again, the same kind of rhetoric. This is seems like what they're uh, wanting to adopt and hitch their wagons to in order to alienate Republicans and make them, you know, obviously they've very used uh, uh, terms like domestic terrorists and stuff like that on media outlets like MSNBC, mm-hmm. CNN, and all of these places, labeling people who were uh, Trump voters or supported Trump or even just your regular in-the-mill uh, Republican. And in two weeks, we'll actually be having – Uh, individual his name is the fake news critic he'll be joining us in two weeks to talk about how he documents all of these uh these these fraudsters in the media and how they have uh continued their war against republicans um in the mainstream media so we'll be hearing a little bit from him about this but guys reaction to this you know is this what we're going to be seeing as we lead up uh closer to the um midterms it it shouldn't it's
0: It shouldn't be surprising to anybody that the anti-human left is dehumanizing Republicans. I mean, this is, I know know nobody ever wants to make this comparison because it's overused, but it, and you can make it in other cases, I guess, but I'm just too, uh, uh, right now.
4: You mean like the Mao movement in China? I going to say like,
0: Maoist movement, like Hitler, like all these things. You take a certain subset of people, you take a group of people, and you. I'm tell- tired of using I the Hitler mean. thing because I know
4: the, the the communists have murdered way more people. Not that the Nazis didn't did. murder a lot of people, yes. but the communists have murdered way more people than the Nazis did. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so and, true. And but- just, you know, I, I get really sick and tired of people. Oh, it's just like uh, Nazi. No, it's, a, it's just like the communists. Mm-hmm. They read a little book to something that's happened within the last, uh, uh, you know, fifty years, sixty years.
0: Mao it's killed. Yeah. Something Mao killed way, way, way more people than Hitler. It's not even close. If you actually study Mao, it was far worse than anything. And it's like you're making comparisons between two insanely awful people. But there's a whole reason why they want to cover up the communist agenda. Because we've had communists in our education system since the 1940s. So they've made Hitler the only boogeyman that you're allowed to talk about. So you're 100% right on that, Frank. If you, I've been studying Mao a lot more lately, and it's insane. But the other thing I was going to say is you actually beat my challenge. And I'm kind of upset. I, I said, somebody show me a Democrat who comes out and talks about the Inflation Reduction Act reducing inflation. And Biden must have missed his note cards and didn't talk about his green energy policies. He said, if you wanted to reduce inflation, you should vote for the Inflation Reduction Act. He totally missed the memo. This is how you know it's a Biden moment right there, because not a single Democrat has ever talked about the uh, f- how it would reduce... He didn't say how, but he said it would. That's more I than anything any other- uh, but. I think
3: Abby's exactly right when she said that they're trying to make us less than human, uh, so that way when violence breaks out, it'll be all right. Because if you're less than, you know, when when the fight breaks out, they'll have no problem sucker punching you, or shooting Everybody's you, shooting. or whatever it is. I know? mean, we, we saw that take place to. in
4: the 2020 uh, lead up, especially places mm-hmm. like Seattle.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, and it's the same thing that the KKK tries to do, or or the Nazis tried to do to the Jews. Like it's it's the exact same thing, and they're doing it to us now.
0: It's every regime in all of history. I mean, Romans called Christians dogs before yeah. they mm-hmm. executed. Exactly.
4: I, I guess Jam PhD is correct. I mean, us as a country has killed more people than some of the communists. So I mean,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with abortion,
4: yeah, we've killed as, so as many as now.
0: Yeah, Mao just did it in a shorter amount of time. I think it was he starved like fifty million of his own citizens to death in three years. So
4: yeah, and he encouraged the killing of the older generation as well.
0: Absolutely, he and did, then yeah.
4: tearing down the statues and, and things like that, and replacing them with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that 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 uh, issue is still going on today. That split between uh, the old Chinese uh, ruling party and the and the Maoists because that's what Taiwan is. Taiwan is where they they ran to. Mm-hmm. So.
1: When they say real communism hasn't been tried and communism has been failed because we just never did it right, what they really mean is we didn't kill enough people last time. We didn't completely beat out the spirit of freedom last time.
0: You know know how I know you're 100% right? Because that was Marx's idea. This is something that when people say we need pure communism, we we just got off on the track. Just read what Marx said. Marx said that you actually had to kill a large portion of your population before communism could ever be implemented. So this is in its foundation is, to, is a uh, genocidal idea.
4: Yep. And, and you're right, because this all ties back into climate change as well with their, um, with their, with their religion of wanting to reduce the world's population. And all of these uh, people uh, that spout that type of line where they, we need to reduce the population in order to save what Mother Gaia or whatever, they're all linked back to Marxist or communism um, in some shape, way, or form.
0: It, yeah, I mean, most of our ideas, most of the ideas that we look at today that are, are bad, come from a Marxism at some point. And I think what's even weirder is the climate change stuff. It's on such a religious level that it's more like uh, ancient paganist. Uh, uh, what's the word? I'm like druidism. druidism. Yes, yeah. Mother Gaia. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. This got depressing so fast, guys. This is the most <laughs> depressing stream i have ever been on. I, we, I, I was just telling,
4: people, I was just telling <laughs> that one person that uh, wanted to come on and debate us and said, this is a pub for uh, laughter and fun and here we mm. are in dark and dreary like I wanted to bury myself
0: in <laughs> well, their dream. Now you're, making, now you're making me feel bad, Abby, because the next story I was going to pull up, I'm trying to think of how to make it funny. <laughs>
3: Oh no. Don't think well, I, you know what? We, we should just do have Cam tweet about it. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know I can take this one. You know, you know what we should funny. do
1: before
4: you go into that is actually give uh, give Katie Zed a moment to sh- uh, to talk about her uh, show that she hosts on her channel.
3: Because it's all about just um, totally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I do a true crime sort of show. It's not, I noticed. Um, I, I love true crime and I noticed in that space, there's a lot of like really liberal people. and it bothered me because they'll say dumb stuff like, you know, if if we only had stronger gun laws, this would have never happened. And And I like to look at the morality versus the law, like obviously some stuff is legal that's totally morally wrong. Uh, and vice versa. But tomorrow, I'm going to be streaming tomorrow. Let me just plug my stream for tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be covering the assassination of Kim Jong-nam, um, who allegedly was killed by his brother using a couple of young ladies who were tricked into it. So there's a lot of commentary, and, um, you know, how how dumb young teenage type girls can be when they're trying to get clout on YouTube and uh, how awful of a person Kim Jong-un is. So join me tomorrow on my channel at four o'clock and we'll talk all about it. I do a call-in segment too. So I'll, uh, my discord is always linked in the description of the video. So if if, if it's a subject that I'm covering that you're really passionate about, or you know something about, I have a segment at the end where people can call in and, and give their take on stuff too. It's a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, we want to get uh, Katie Z to a hundred. She's so close to a hundred. So follow that link and go get her to a hundred, please. She wants that cool little nifty uh, custom URL that she'll be able to do on there. She's so close, so close. If if how many are you away?
3: Um, I think like just just under twenty. I think I need like. We need (laughs) twenty
4: five we need twenty-five of you guys to go over there and subscribe. Go do it. There's there's
3: three hundred and thirty-seven people
1: in here. So surely
3: the first hurdle on YouTube (laughs) is to get a unique URL. And I've been doing this since January, and I'm so close. I'm so close. And and it's a really
0: great show. I watch it every week. Um I usually I've called in a couple of times. You have. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So, the one you're the one you're doing tomorrow sounds super interesting. The only question I have is, are going to be like clips and references to the interview, or? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I should. I, I, I haven't done my tabs now. for tomorrow yet, but um, but there's so many. This story, though, I'm telling you guys, it's so good. You really should, even if you don't, if you, if you don't sub, just tune in for tomorrow because like there's little. Uh, When I started digging into this, it just fascinated me so much. But like one of the things I was telling PJ the other day is uh, this happened in Malaysia and the Malaysian government accidentally notified the wrong Korean embassy. So South Korea broke the news to the world because Malaysia told the wrong embassy that they're, you know, that Kim Jong-un had had been assassinated. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that, that's fantastic. That you know, if you guys yeah. want to check that out, I I do like true crime stories. I do like watching some on TV, but I definitely want to watch more of Katie Zeds uh, especially to uh, support hey somebody of the community. Yes. Uh,
2: congratulations! Oh. You have a hundred subscribers.
3: Did that really just happen? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Thank you. guys Take a drink, oh,
4: for, oh, that. drink oh, for that. Drink there for that. we go.
3: Thank you, everyone who just subbed to my channel. I really deeply. Oh, yeah. really Appreciate that. It's like I've been I've been going for so long, and I'm just I have no idea how much this means
4: to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, the, the last American pub where Club. dreams Club. come true. Yeah. I'll have
3: to come back on when I get that plaque, and uh, you know what is that like a hundred hundred thousand or something yeah. like that? I'll come back on to your show know, and celebrate that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's too big <laughs> to come back on the show until then. Uh, <laughs> she might even just leave midstream. And be like, I don't need to get. <laughs>
3: wow that's amazing you guys are awesome
0: yeah no katie is awesome um talking about true crime i am i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna i am gonna do this story anyway because i think cam will find a way to make this funny so, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all the pressure's on you no pressure uh, or anything yeah yeah no pressure or anything but did you guys see that this uh do i love this pulled up a florida duo pled guilty to conspiracy for the Ashley Biden diary theft.
4: You know, this story should be way bigger outside of the theft, how they're how they're framing this, because what's the contents inside this, If I hate doing the what about them, but it, it rings true. If this was Trump's, uh, uh, Ivanka's diary, and they found what was in this diary, the same as they found what's in Joe Biden's daughter's diary, we would have impeachment, they would be raiding his house to take him to jail right now. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that, I mean, you're, the what aboutism isn't even a, 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 re, a wrong argument to make here. It's entirely true. And every time you search a story, it's weird. You can find, like, some stuff. that The story was broke before. You can find some stuff. You search Ashley Biden right now that tells what I was about to say, what you're referencing to. But every mainstream story right now is literally just this Florida duo is bad because they stole Ashley Biden's diary. So I'll, I'll read a little bit of this. and I want to ju- just give you one little thing that's in her diary. It might, you know. Because the, the argument before was that it wasn't really her diary and now they're prosecuting somebody because it is her diary. So the real story here is that her this actually is her diary. So what I'm going to read comes from what we now know is confirmed her diary. And that's not the headline for some reason. And it says a man and woman in Florida pleaded guilty in Manhattan federal court Thursday for stealing a diary that belonged to, not alleged to be, belonged to President Biden uh, daughter Ashley and selling it to conservative outlet Project Veritas. Amy Harris 40 and Robert Curlander 58 each cop to one, court, uh, one count of conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property over the theft. So that's the story. That's what you're going to get from every mainstream uh, site. But the real story I think comes from the fact that we now know what they told us before that, it, well, we don't, we're not going to say it actually is her diary. Now they're saying that in her diary, just one, one little snippet. I have always been boy crazy, hypersexualized at a young age. I remember so- somewhat being sexualized with a family member. I remember having sex with friends at a young age and showers with my dad, which were probably not appropriate.
4: Yeah, that it that right there. They, they should be taking Biden out of the uh, uh, out of the White House in handcuffs right now for that. Just blind, and we're going to investigate this because obviously there has been some abuse has taken place and. This is something interesting as well. They were shopping this to the Trump campaign back Mm -hmm. in 2020, and they wanted to use this in order to entrap, obviously, Trump with this and raid him. And everything we're seeing that happening right now is what they wanted to do to him before the 2020 election.
0: Because the the mainstream narrative around this diary is always that it's bad that it was stolen.
4: That right. is the entire. Not thing.
0: the contents. Not the contents. Content. Not the fact that it's a written allegation of Joe Biden. Joe Biden being a uh, molesting his daughter. That's not the issue here. It's literally written allegation. Joe Biden molested his daughter from a firsthand source. His daughter her, herself. Yeah.
4: You've seen the way he's kissed his granddaughter, which is totally inappropriate, by the way. And yeah, everybody else because she knows how bad it is.
0: Th- this yeah. is. This is the one thing about the story that always drives me insane is people will say, well, there's allegations that Joe Biden's creepy, but blah, 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 or the allegations are, it's just a conspiracy or this, or that I'm like, you can take all that away. You could even take this diary away. You could take any of the allegations away and watch what he's done on camera. That's all you have to do. You just have to watch what he's done in public on camera to kids that guy should be in
3: handcuffs. There's supercuts of it. You don't even have to go through all of the like. There's there's ten minute long supercuts of him touching inappropriately. Like the sniffing thing is very weird to me. Well, Cuomo right charged. Right here. This is his grand yeah. Yeah. Who kisses their kid? Who kisses their kid like that? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I could do a crime show about this. I could just read the diary. It would be one of my episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, it's you can just see what he does on camera and that's bad enough. But I'm waiting for
2: Cam's uh, funny take.
3: Yeah, please lighten the mood.
2: uh, Funny take about uh, Joe Biden being a pedophile, huh? I don't actually have a funny thing right now, but I do. This does remind me of the reaction to like WikiLeaks and some of the, uh, the leaked emails from the DNC with Podesta because they never talked about what was in those emails. They talked about they were stolen. Period. They never, they never admitted to any, but they, you know, they charged have as many people as they could for stealing them. That's, that's what my mind went to immediately. But yeah, don't touch your kids, please. Like just, you know, if you think, Hey, I want to make out with my granddaughter. Don't.
3: And if this is what he's doing in front of cameras, cameras like this is, This is what he's doing in front of cameras. What is he doing behind closed doors? Well, we know now because of the diary, but if you're that comfortable, like there's the one that really gets me. There's the one where the girl is like pulling away um, and he goes in further. And if you're doing that, when you know there's people around, there's cameras around, you're in public, like what, what's happening if, if he was behind closed doors with that same girl, you know, it's just, it breaks my heart to think about what's happening
4: yeah so check this out uh, that that same rally we had talked about earlier uh with Biden. Uh, did you guys see the heckler that was in that rally?
3: Yes <laughs> that guy's a hero.
4: <laughs> I was just waiting for a let's go Brandon moment as well <laughs> and that that didn't come at least in uh, the uh, audio, but the video says Joe Biden heckled at his own rally. you stole the election. <laughs> So we come down here. I think this is the uh, this is the uh, clip here. So let's take a listen.
1: All down politics and major Republicans continues to be a drumbeat. But but. <laughs> a, no, 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 no. Let him go. Let him go. Let let him go. That's
5: okay.
0: Joe Biden's like, you ain't wrong. But
5: folks.
4: Folks. He just wanders away.
0: <laughs> he heard the ice cream that truck.
4: Boundaries.
5: <laughs> but we never gave up. We never gave in. And we're delivering for the American people
1: now. And now, even our critics have been forced to
3: acknowledge real progress.
4: So, let's see. I think they, they have a uh, actual video of him actually being drug out. Where is it at? No, I guess not. This one didn't have the video of him actually being drug out. But it's some dude. But that was such a boss moment
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this guy's gonna end up in a j6 gulag. That's all I'm saying.
1: We joke about it, but it's it's awful that we are at a point in our country where there are political prisoners who are getting ridiculous amounts of jail time yeah yeah
2: yeah well, I mean it was that was what was going on for you know not not immigrants uh, foreigners in Guantanamo Bay for ever still is. I mean, it's just it was. It's always a matter of time before they tested out on the people. And you know, COVID yep. uh, was a stress test. COVID was to see what people would do, how far they would go, and how long they would stay with the the the, mm-hmm. the script before they really fought back. And you know, unfortunately, I don't think many people fought back. But what's his name? Uh, Desantis, the governor of my state, um, you know, did stand up. And I are we neighbors? Maybe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I like it. I like Cam. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the uh, the American people definitely failed on the COVID uh, yeah. stress test for sure.
1: When, <laughs> I, I mean,
3: when you I, I live in Georgia and I saw it here in Georgia, and mm-hmm. if the, if people are standing in line six feet apart wearing masks here, uh, it's an issue.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to uh, make a mention. Bean,
1: our fact checker. This is Boots. This Boots. This is our camera camera knocker over. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's not our fact
1: checker. Bean is, Bean is the uh, the floofy whiter one. I'll, I'll She'll be around. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I had this. I wanted to show you guys real quick. Where did it go? Um,
0: did, did Coca-Cola oh. ever tell your cat to be less white? That's all I want to know.
1: Yeah, it happens. And, we don't talk you know, about it though.
4: <laughs> we've we've been we've been missing our uh, other co-host, our fourth co-host, uh, Tom, for a while. Yeah, many of you guys might know he got married. I just want to show him what tired dire straits this guy is in. While we're in here slaving away here at the Pubcast, <laughs> what Tom is up to? Look, check out Tom.
2: Oh, Look at this.
3: Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> check him out. Oh man. <laughs> I'm really jealous, actually. Like, oh my I God. need a vacation <laughs> so we bad. We already got the
0: dad sandals. I love it.
3: He just needs socks
4: with those.
0: Yeah, that when, yeah. after a year of marriage, they'll have socks.
4: You know, yeah. we could probably meme this. We could, we could use this as a template for a meme. We could, we could <laughs>
3: actually put some socks on them.
2: <laughs> I do want to uh, respond to uh, Walter, who said that they're still wearing masks in Florida. Not really. Maybe in Miami. But like living in Florida where I am, the person who's wearing a mask is now considered the freak.
4: Yeah, they're the minority. I I can attest to that uh, being in Florida as well. The uh, individuals you see that are running around still wearing masks are far and few between. They're definitely not the majority in the state. And they are all given very long looks as they walk by with their mask on. But, hey, if you want to cover up your uh, pie hole, go right ahead. you know who might stop you?
0: They <laughs> even are in Michigan, and I, you know there was a point that, <laughs> like, like like Michigan's way more liberal than Florida, I think. But like, there's you, if you see someone with a mask on, you're like, what the hell is this freak up to? Yeah, um, I but, was
3: I was forced to put a mask on at a doctor's office the other day, and I was like, yeah. I was so mad, but I I had to see the doctor, <laughs> so <laughs> I did. I, I had it.
0: to have a physical for my for uh, for work last week, and it was the same thing. I was like, masks really here?
3: Like, yeah,
1: I'm like i we're like, we're still doing this. You're feeling. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I live over. a little bit in the D.C. area, and I see it a lot. You know, a good oh, yeah. third of the people in the grocery store are wearing them.
0: That's just weird. I it just very- they were weird like day one. They're like <laughs> really weird now. Yeah. I want. I, there was one something that Katie said earlier in the show that I was thinking about because we we're talking about masks and things like that. And you said that none of these people are going to get an apology from YouTube. And they're not going to get an apology or reinstate their channels and things like that. And I know if people watch my show, Wartime Propaganda, I've, I've said this before, but I think this is an important thing to understand, is that it's not about the truth. It's not about finding out the truth ahead of time. It's not even about, you You know, you're not allowed to be right ahead of time. People people say, you know, you, you get, conservatives or conspiracy theorists are just six months ahead. Now it seems like we're six minutes ahead because it's just happening so fast. Yep. But it's about... It's, it was never about whether it was true or not. It's always been about saying what the party wants you to say. It's the one thing that everybody gets wrong about 1984. They, sit, they make the joke 2 plus 2 equals 5. And if you read the whole book at the end, the guy who's being tortured finally says, yes, 2 plus 2 equals 5. And then they, they torture him again because the answer they want is 2 plus 2 equals whatever the party tells you it equals. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with them being right or them finding out that Dan Bongino was right and them finding out that we were right. It's that you weren't saying what you were allowed to say or supposed to say in that moment. And that's exactly the, the the. they're just going to shift the goalposts again. So next week, next mm-hmm. month, it'll be another thing that we all know is a lie, but we're supposed to say it or we'll have our, our, our shadows uh, band or shadow band or whatever. So
3: it's about falling in line. Right. Yeah. Conforming and of course, yeah.
0: boot looking. Well, I just was thinking that because Cam said it was a stress test, and it's still a stress test. That mm-hmm. you know, I think um Glenn Beck said this in uh, in the book the, the COVID or what was it called, the Great Reset. He was talking about, and I it's something I've noticed, and I was talking about even before I read that book. Is anytime that there's not a fear narrative in place, watch for it to be climate change. That is their. Yeah intermediate fear tactic always anytime that something falls apart the climate change agenda is back in full swing and as soon as that starts losing steam and it's not keeping people in line enough they're gonna come up with another fear tactic they'll come up with monkey pox they'll come up with something else so y- you know that cl- climate change is always gonna be there's been there here since the 1970s when it was a uh, global cooling and then global warming and then uh, you know and the climate changes who knew yeah and, and, and you're right
4: because uh, we were just talking about this my wife and i today on the way back from jacksonville <laughs> Uh, we were talking about how uh, uh, a very calm hurricane season we've had thus far
3: in
2: Florida. And I hope you
3: knocked on wood.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's 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 because of me. <laughs> yeah, and because I'm, of I'm I'm hurricane proof. Yeah, There's, I've lived in Florida for three years recently, and then I I was in here in Florida for four years before, and never one hurricane. So you're welcome.
4: Yeah, thank you, Cam. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the narrative the was uh, going into hurricane season uh, that they were ramping up. This was going to be the most active hurricane season on record. And you're going to see some massive storms. And, of course, they hype it up every hurricane season. Mm-hmm. If you've ever lived in Florida, you know the fear that they try to instill into Floridians about hurricanes. And most of us are like, we roll our eyes at it because we're like, okay, whatever, you know, type deal.
3: Well, yeah. the issue with that is I, I've never lived in Florida, but I managed uh, at my previous job properties in Florida, everywhere from um, South uh, uh, Delray Beach, all the way up to Pensacola. And what happens when they do this every year is then when the hurricanes are really coming, people don't do anything. Mm-hmm. They, they stay. And then mm-hmm. that's how that's how you end up with all these people uh, dying like when, in Katrina because they get warned so much about it so that they start ignoring the warnings. Yes.
1: It's a boy who cried wolf thing.
3: Absolutely. Yes, exactly.
2: Well, you, you were talking about how there's always a fear thing and it, they go back to climate change. But the opposite side of that coin is they always have a, mo- a moral superiority thing that mm-hmm. they can give people. So, you know, for a long time it was COVID and it lasted a long time. They they milked the hell out of that because, you know, I'm wearing the mask, I got the vaccine, I'm better than you, I care about people, you don't care about people, etc. And then when everything started dismantling a little bit with the COVID stuff and people were pushing back on this, this concept... All of a sudden, there's a war in Ukraine. You have to stand yeah. with Ukraine. There's your moral superiority. Yeah. So right now, I think we're we're in the middle. I think they don't really have a moral superiority thing at this moment. And so yep. I'm I'm really curious to see what the sequel to well, Ukraine that's, that, is. That's kind of what I was saying. Is like
0: it's funny because they keep trying things; they're not sticking. The monkeypox thing didn't stick. Because everybody realized
3: yeah, this is
4: we just... we deaf on
0: that one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and with the with the hurricanes, we all know that they're controlling the weather with the chemtrails anyway. So like they, they, they're going to do what they want. There's harp. <laughs> that,
4: yeah. yeah. And, and, and speaking of uh, Harp and conspiracy theories, Abby has a new show yes. with uh, PJ. <laughs> you want to talk about that for a second?
1: Sure. We are, we are launching this new show called Conspiracy Pill, where what we're going to do is just cover stuff. We're not going to tell you what to believe. We're just going to say, look... This is something. This is a weird thing, and these are the things that don't line up. And let's just let's just talk about it. Let's talk about why people believe this conspiracy theory, even if we're not really into it. Like, why do people find this so compelling? And yeah. I'm really really excited about it.
0: Talk about the facts. Talk about what people are saying. Uh, give our opinions a little bit. But yeah, it's not one of those uh, you know shove it down your throat that every conspiracy is real. Or, or or on the opposite side, you've got all those ones that are like everybody that believes in anything that the government didn't tell them it's true is is an idiot. So hey, do you <laughs> have a trailer for this? We yeah, do. here's a trailer for you guys. If you want to see it, let me. Sorry, what did you say, Frank?
4: Yeah, just talking about the trailer. Why don't you play it for everybody?
0: Yeah, I'll play the trailer for you guys. How about you play the trailer? How about I? Guys,
3: <laughs> uh,
4: oh, be
0: cool.
3: Yeah, I have an idea. Let's play the trailer. I, I, I vote yes. Trailer.
4: The lead singer of the enormously popular rock band Nirvana is dead. Apparently, he was a suicide.
3: Breaking
5: news out of Texas, Bigfoot is real. According to a group of researchers, they call
2: themselves the Sasquatch Genome Project.
5: And what have Herbert Hoover, Art Linkletter,
1: Jack London, and Richard Nixon all had in common? And they've all the members of the exclusive all-male Bohemian Club.
0: This morning, investigators began sifting through the
5: embers of the Waco compound, searching for the bodies of more than 80 cult members believed killed in the fire. Out of these troubled times, our fifth invention, the New World Order, can emerge. Documentary filmmaker Linda Hall refers to the mutilations as
3: an alien harvest. It's
0: not a lie. All right, so that is the trailer for Conspiracy Pilled. We're launching this on September seventh. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Uh, at seven o three p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is when the first episode is going to be aired. So is that the, its own channel? Yeah, it is. Um, I can I can share it and chat with you guys really quick.
3: Yeah, I'm right, really looking forward in. to this show you guys are doing. Like, I'm really hyped up to <laughs> watch to watch you guys. I love this sort of stuff, and I don't believe all of the. I, I joke about it. There's some I I might be into, but I want to always know more information. And I know you guys are going to be unbiased and given both sides. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to
0: it. Well, that's, that's what's funny to me about conspiracy theories is I feel like so many times people want to take a side and what's really interesting about conspiracies to me is the mystery of them. I mean, sure. There's some, there's some we're going to talk about where it's like very obviously true. Um, One, one we're going to open up with is MK ultra, which we all know really happened. There's government documents on it. And there's other ones that are just obviously really silly um it's, you know you can't you know they're fun to talk about though and just see what people are saying but i just think that the mystery of it the not knowing the questioning is just fun in and of itself so it'll
4: be interesting if there's a crossover between Katie Z's uh true crime and the
3: uh we were and, talking yeah, about that <laughs> me,
0: and, me and katie were talking about this i guess we could we could chit chat a little bit this, about this on air uh but we were talking about there's a true crime story coming up that me and abby want to cover and Katie Z has been following it really well, so we might have to. I have have a
3: call it, so. We should. I don't, we I don't should
0: know what I'm talking about. So, because it is true crime and conspiracy all wrapped into one case. Yeah,
3: it's like, a it, really good story, too, guys. It's, am I allowed to say what it
1: is?
0: Sure, why not?
1: It's good it's show. the the Murdaugh murders, <laughs> and yeah. it's not just murders. It's like millions and millions of dollars of financial yeah. crimes uh, uh, and corruption that looks like it could go to the. Absolute top of South Carolina. Yeah, it's like definitely in one county, but it just seems like it could go all the way up to the South Carolina Supreme Court and Senate and all that. So,
3: I mean, this story has everything. There's voting really accidents. Does. There's yeah, it's it's a lot. It's insane. If you want,
2: so uh, <laughs> I guess it's been two years now. A couple of years ago, I did a small segment on my show back when it was "Make Liberty Great Again." Um, <laughs> Nerd. Um, <laughs> but I did, I did red pills of the week, and I had done uh, a three-parter on Waco and uh, one on Ruby Ridge. And let me tell you, that's government true crime. It's Waco, yeah.
3: mm-hmm. Waco. It's, it's
2: conspiracy. Or... It's true crime, and it's government malfeasance. So.
3: Yeah. There's and also, it made me stop
2: doing those red pills because I was like, "Oh, I can only see so many burnt bodies before." I'm like, "No, I don't want to do yeah. this anymore." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's
0: things like Waco. I've I brought this up before. It's things like Waco, it's things like CoIntel Pro, which are Ruby so. Ruby Ridge. <laughs> Ruby Ridge. Talk about with. <sighs> You know, when people say that the FBI is only recently kind of corrupt, <laughs> I'm like, no, L- L- really. <laughs> Co-intel Pro was discovered in 1975, and that dated way back before that. You
3: could go back to Alcatraz, and when the fe- the feds, you know, the FBI set up Alcatraz as their federal prison, and all the lies they told about that place.
0: Yeah, you know, That'd I be want an interesting
4: show. I would love to watch that one.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to say something really quick because I I feel like we've failed to mention uh, a few things. uh, We have keeping out of the way. (laughs) We're having such great time talking with people. If you guys are watching this, uh, we still have another half hour left, so don't forget to hit the share button. uh, You know, let people know that we're still streaming, and uh, we post clips of this throughout the week. But uh, we're also going to get to your super chats at last call, which is the last ten minutes of the show. So at eight fifty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll have last call. Read all your guys' super chats, and we'll talk with you guys. uh, What's going on in the chat? And then Frank has uh, something. I think you do. You have that pulled up that you want to share with them.
4: I do not have it pulled up yet. I okay, can't well, pull, he'll up pull it though.
0: up while I'm talking about it. But we have actually some T-shirts for you guys. If you guys are interested in get some last American Pubcast T-shirts, there's three designs right now. We'll be adding more uh, and they're available on, on Frank's uh, Teespring account. So
4: yeah, he'll let, pull me, it up, yeah, let me grab it up real quick. I'm sorry. I didn't have it ready to go. <laughs> I didn't. either.
0: So yeah, it's my fault too.
4: Yeah, now you're good. Let me head over to the
0: listings real quick. I, yeah, we
4: have to. I,
3: some- keep, I keep glancing over at my subscriber count and I just get a big grin on my face every Aww. time I refresh. There's another one. You guys are awesome. Everybody who's over there, you guys are awesome.
2: Let me yeah. tell you, I have had that feeling before, but I had just been on Tucker Carlson and it was honestly the worst. Oh, no. <laughs> because it was really cool at first. But when you get in the car after being on Tucker Carlson and you spend literally. 20 i think it was like 22 23 minutes just scrolling your notifications oh. to get to the top
3: oh Shots i wish wild. i had that problem <laughs>
4: <laughs> so check it out this is the last American, one of our designs here for our last american pubcast uh, raise your glasses uh this one here and i really like this is one of my favorite ones here and that's why i'm showing it so if you guys want to uh go to the tea free store which is listed right there if you're watching on the show right now uh down on the bottom you can mm-hmm. click that and head over there. Uh, you know what's one great thing we should probably uh, look into do? Maybe a mug or something.
0: Um, I think a mug would be awesome. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, but anyway, so if, if you guys are interested, no, uh, you know, we're not telling you to go buy it, but if you're interested in it, you know, check it out. I forgot to mention this uh, last week when we were on together. Yeah. So, no, fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry that we have to do all this housekeeping like right toward the end of the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'll also say if you guys are listening to this, I will um, put the links in the description for the audio-only listeners. And the best way you can find any of our stuff, is just go to solo.to slash Last American Podcast. It's got links for Abby, Frank, myself, the show. Um, so follow that stuff up. But yeah.
4: Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. What uh, We were just talking about the conspiracy theories and things like that uh, just a minute ago. And it got me thinking about, know all of these uh all of these cool stories that go untold and now i actually know two people that are covering it (laughs) 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 on a uh a more of a current basis i'm pretty excited about that and cam can you tell us a little bit about that tucker Carlson experience because i didn't even know you were on tucker (laughs) i think that's pretty cool
2: so i made a joke on twitter and it's it was an old joke but when i made that joke which was uh you know all girls are bi you just have to determine if it's um Polar or sexual, not a bad joke. But um, Dave Weigel from the Washington Post retweeted it, and before I saw that he retweeted it, I saw people saying that he retweeted it, and then that it was delete. His retweet was removed because a, a woman named Felicia Sonmez, uh, who works with the Washington Post, uh, complained about it that he was allowed to retweet this. And work at the Washington Post.
1: Imagine liking jokes,
2: <laughs> right? And so that led to you know me just making jokes on the side, and uh, the spectator asked me to write an article about it, and then Tucker asked me to go on on his show, and so that's the uh, it's fun is what it, that was. Which I can oh, all, I can give you the link to the Tucker video if you actually want to see that.
4: Yeah, throw it in there because I would love to pull it up for the uh, audience because. I've never known anybody that's talked to Tucker before.
3: <laughs> I have to say when I saw you on tucker i was I was proud to know you,, <laughs> Yeah, like I'm like, oh yeah. my friend cam's on Tucker,
4: <laughs> yeah, throw it into the private chat, and I'll go ahead and uh and pull it up on video or or uh p j can or one of us whoever can get It yeah, that that was bird. pretty
0: funny while while you're pulling that up, I wanted to say, <clears throat> talking about conspiracies. I remember what got me thinking about conspiracies was Katie Zed said something about chemtrails and weather. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's really funny about talking about Fox News and talking about chemtrails, it was this year that uh, or last year, whatever the Olympics were last. I don't remember. Twenty
3: one. It was supposed to be 2020, but it got delayed to 2021.
0: The Beijing Olympics. I was listening to Fox News, and they said yeah, because we know, and like, this was like a story. They reported that uh, China does weather, weather modification, and they were worried about that with the Olympics. And it's just hilarious to me that sometimes conspiracy theories just become public facts on mainstream news, they and just, everybody pretends like it didn't just
3: happen. Yeah, they say the quiet part out loud.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go.
4: This is the clip uh, that Cam was on. Let's take a listen.
3: So the so-called
5: newsroom at the Washington Post is melting down tonight, not because the staff collectively realized, hey, we're in dishonorable dead-end jobs funded by a billionaire to attack his political enemies, and therefore we should probably quit on the basis of our conscience. No, they haven't figured that out. No, they're upset because one of the paper's reporters, a thoroughly beta character called Dave Weigel, retweeted a joke. Now, here it is. Before we read it, we do want to warn you, this is a joke. It's not the result of some longitudinal study. It's a joke. Here's the joke. Every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. (laughs) Well, another reporter at the Post, Felicia Somnez, flipped out and publicly demanded that Dave Weigel should be punished for liking the joke. And of course, the Post caved and issued the statement from Matea Gold, the managing editor or something, said, we won't tolerate this. And they suspended poor Dave Weigel with pay. He has so little dignity that he didn't resign. He's just waiting at home on Xbox to get back into the Post newsroom. What's amazing is that Dave Weigel previously defended the same reporter who got all mad when she was in trouble for a tweet about Kobe Bryant. Ugh, what a story. We wanted to get to the bottom of this we want to talk to the man who wrote this dangerous unauthorized cruel and insensitive joke against oppressed women cam Harless, and we found him and he joins us now cam did you know that you would recommend his career with this
2: joke when you wrote it i, I didn't know that but if i had known i'd done it i probably would have done it earlier i think
5: <laughs> <laughs> it was an unintended benefit now when you wrote this joke did you mean to attack with verbal violence and dehumanize half the population of the United States?
2: Well, not, not, not no. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was talking so, to yeah. some friends and in, in, yeah, in a group chat and someone said this and it was the first time I'd heard it. Apparently this is an old joke, something from the yeah. 90s. Um, but this is the first time I heard it and I chuckled and I thought, I'm going to tweet that. It's first day of Pride, Pride Month. Why not see what happens? I thought 30, 30 uh, likes, right? I think I' am at like twelve and a half thousand now, and I never expected that I could help set fire to the Washington Post and to um <laughs> start a civil war i i'm i'm i I felt bad for like half a minute when I found out that he was suspended and i don't think I don't think anyone should be punished for retweeting a joke that i I tweet that's ridiculous no, no. um but at the same time, I'm really happy that, uh, you know, I'm I'm profoundly against wars. So when I found out that Weigel was very pro-Iraq war, I was like, maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that it was this guy that got that.
5: You know what I mean? <laughs> Why is it always the weakest and the most craven that are most in favor of sending other people's kids to die in pointless conflicts? Have you ever noticed that?
2: I, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's... And there's so many of them. It's like I, I was when, when I was on the drive over here, I was talking to the driver and uh, we were having a conversation and he's from a, uh, a place where a lot of that stuff has happened. And yeah. I was just like, you know, I, I can't apologize to you because, you know, I didn't do this and I don't right. want to be someone who would claim that but it's 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 heartbreaking that not only do we send our kids to die but there's also gross negligence and um collateral damage i mean there, there's so much of this that happens but i don't cam that's not painful. the real problem
5: the real problem is sexist jokes on twitter okay you're I absolutely that's right that's the moral equivalent <laughs> Of droning fifty villages in Sudan, so I want you to I want you to live with that on your conscience. But I still want to thank you for joining us tonight. You criminal, good to see you. I'm a you criminal.
3: criminal, good to see you. My favorite part
1: of this, my favorite part of this, is that the Washington Post ultimately could not decide if Felicia Sonmez was bipolar or bisexual. So was just like, by Felicia. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Ocean Breeze. Salty, absolutely amazing job, Cam. That was <laughs> best Thank you. best moment of Tucker I can ever I can think of. Seriously, Very
4: amazing.
3: Cool.
0: <laughs>
4: what What was the process when they
2: contacted you on that? Okay, so the way it worked was a guy named Matt from the Spectator had I'm gonna get a chaser. Real quick. Um, a guy named Matt from the Spectator asked me. Um, if I wanted to write an article. So once I wrote, wrote that article, uh, Tucker read it. Tucker went and spoke to the spectator and Matt and Matt came to me and said, Hey, would you like to be on Tucker? And someone had told me I was going to end up on Tucker, but I was like, no, that's silly. That's not going to happen. Um, and then, so he gave me their email or he gave them mine. That's what it was. And, uh, his producer, Sammy emailed me, and then she called me and we talked and uh, I was like, you know, I, I, I live stream every week. You know, I, I do. I do a show every week. I've got everything set up where I can kind of look OK if I'm talking to them. Is that what you want to do? And they go, no, we're going to drive you over to a studio in Tampa and uh, we're, we're going to do it there. And uh, so they a big black SUV, like the ones that the CIA uses to take people <laughs> off the street and then murder them, goes up outside of my house.
3: That's and I'm scary. like,
2: and I'm like, did I displease Tucker, or does he want me there? Right. Um, so yeah, I drove 45 minutes to the that little studio, and the, the frustrating part is I'm uh you can oh Justin you can follow me at hamcarlos on Twitter. Or you can check out my YouTube, youtube.com slash the mad ones or on any podcatcher. Boom. Promotion. <laughs> um, but uh, so the thing that threw me off is I'm really used to talking into a, into a camera. But I can see all of you. I can I can read your body language. I can do all of that. And so most people <laughs> didn't notice it. But I noticed how many times I touched my damn nose <laughs> because just looking into a camera lens and being able to hear him in one ear completely disconcerted me. So it t- it took me a bit to get past yeah. that. They haven't um, figured out
0: to have the person's face on a screen that you're talking to at a, well, at a
2: studio. <laughs> they can do that, but it takes a direct line, and they barely found a studio for me to go to.
4: It would probably be easier that you did it at home. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Right. Yeah. But yeah. They, they he did turn on. The video, right before, and so there was a literal thirty—I I counted thirty-eight second delay—and I was like, "There's no way I'm watching it. That's not going to yeah. happen. I'll be so confused." But yeah, yeah, was fun, man. That was that was a good time. <laughs>
0: Nice. Well, good. You know, this reminds me. We got, uh, I think, 10 minutes before we get to the Super Chats. So this reminds me of one more story that I we'd brought up we want to talk about. Uh, and that was the Ben Sh- Shapiro thing. So talking well, about... Two stories. We still have two stories. Two.
4: Yeah, Ben Shapiro and a story from last week we didn't get a chance to talk about. We talked about it off air. She-Hulk. Oh, oh my no. God.
0: missed <laughs> She-Hulk first. <laughs> me and Abby watched She-Hulk and reviewed it on my show on Wartime Propaganda. And, you know, I put my guests through some work. You know, Tucker Carlson, he might pick you up in a black SUV and scare the shit out of you, but I made <laughs> Katie Z watch They Slash Them. I made it. was Abby
3: awful. It oh, was I horrible. downloaded that
0: movie because it looked so bad. Katie <laughs> Zed far worse because They Slash Them, we thought was going to be a horror movie. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be a propaganda film, but it'll be a horror movie at least, a bad horror movie. I kind of like bad horror movies. It was not a horror movie at all. Not even and a little. And
3: there was like
2: it was graphic basic, for sure. Gay
3: it was bad. Porn. It was horrible. Did you
2: say gay porn? Yes.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: I'm not watching that now. That's no, okay. don't. Yeah, let me, go to, my, it. Let me go to my it. plex I've I've watched this.
3: Fast for it was like I mean it was it was it was bad. It was you better bad. believe I didn't
2: download it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean it I didn't pay single. for it at least. It was bad in
0: every single way, but what did you think of She-Hulk, Abby? That was not as bad, but it was it was something.
1: You know, I watched I watched the second episode today, and I'm still holding out hope that it's going to turn out all right. But there's definitely moments where she's the whiniest. She's really doing a great job proving that women can do anything men can do, but whinier.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's just reality.
3: It's like, yeah, it's a reality TV show.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it's weird to see Marvel go from a superhero show to a victim show where every single character that is the main character is the victim yeah. because that's exactly what she all gets. She all gets the, these extraordinary powers and yet somehow she finds a way to complain about it incessantly and be the victim in every single situation.
4: Jeez, uh, so micro, I, the, the microaggressions are too great for her. <laughs> yeah, I
2: haven't watched constantly. it yet. And, and I, I will tonight, but I need you. I need to know. Before I do that, how how many times do you think I'm going to be um, saying, "Shut up,
5: silly woman"?
0: <laughs> Once every three and a half seconds because the pacing is extremely fast. Okay, that's the. There are problem. definitely good moments.
3: The there are
0: definitely good moments. The worst part of it, even even beyond her whining, even beyond the fact that it's like pushing a certain message, the pacing is so bad that it makes it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I heard the
4: transitions are terrible.
2: Your freaking, your freaking audience has made me buzz, so I'm gonna do some stupid stuff now.
4: Oh good <laughs> um, Oh god! yeah!
2: And I'll probably love the show. Well, and Cam, know why. you
4: are at a pub, so I mean,
2: yeah. Do you know I'll why I will that. probably love the show, though? No, I'll be honest with you.
4: I'm, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness all right <laughs> for the ben shapiro story cue it up
0: Ugh, okay sorry um so ben shapiro this week uh made a, a small appearance at some kind of uh <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> conference and now these articles are coming out saying we take full responsibility dallas podcast conference apologizes for the presence of conservative podcaster ben shapiro so uh, according to this article, it says the world's largest podcast conference holding an event in Dallas apologized Thursday for the presence of a conservative podcaster who showed up at his company's booth. So what's weird to me is Daily Wire was allowed to have a booth, but it wasn't until Ben Shapiro walked in,
2: yeah.
0: talked to the oh, few no. people at his booth and walked out. Because it's about as long as he was there from what I've heard mm-hmm. that uh, it, it caused this uproar where they literally tweeted podcast movement or at podcast movement on Twitter literally tweeted. Hi, folks. We owe you an apology before sessions kick off for the day. Yesterday afternoon, Ben Shapiro briefly visited the PM22 Expo near the Daily Wire booth. Though he was not registered or expected, we take full responsibility for the harm Done by his presence. I just want to know, like, how insecure, like, is this She Hulk level insecure where you are harmed by the presence of someone you, uh, of a five foot nine (laughs) Orthodox Jew? It's his
3: company. (laughs) Like, he had a booth. It's his
1: company. He owns the, like, what? Yeah, he He, wasn't expected, but he was certainly allowed to show up.
3: Yeah.
4: This goes right back to what Abby had talked about earlier in tonight, talking about how they're trying to uh, make. Us, the most undesirable people around.
3: Exactly. So God human. forbid that a conservative was on the premises at the same time that everybody well, else was.
2: Let's be honest. I, I would not want to see Ben Shapiro either. But that's just personal. <laughs> Um, but no, that's, what's crazy is you see Ben Shapiro and that you hear them talk. I felt like I was in danger with Ben Shapiro around. I'm like, what are you four foot three and (laughs) anemic? What kind of person are you? Where you'd be in danger by Ben Shapiro? Um, actually I'm going to add it. Shut up, Ben. You're, you're gonna
3: be okay. That was a pretty good impression. <laughs> well, yeah.
4: I mean, I was, I, I, next time you come on the show, Cam, I think you need to be at this level of drinks in.
2: <laughs> you didn't pregame with us. That was the issue. Hey, dude, I I I have five children. It's hard to pregame. But once I get once I get there.
1: You know, as someone who has felt the emotional pain and just real uh, <laughs> trauma, internal trauma of being in close proximity to ben shapiro i just want to say everyone who came forward on the internet uh the past couple of days just the courage <laughs> i can't even keep a straight face
2: one of my one speaks of my speaks
3: to a bigger issue
2: one of my favorite memes i've ever made is a picture of ben shapiro and on it it says um uh, mom told me that you have to uh, actually look for me next time we play hide and seek because that's who he is to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the real important thing about this is really easy to laugh about it, but Ben is a moderate conservative. That's like, the
2: point I was going to very,
3: very, very moderate.
1: Yeah, yes. He's,
2: oh, okay. He's, can't not, that word.
1: He's, he's nowhere near like <laughs> the far right extremists or whatever. And what is being said is that he should not have been allowed in a public space, that Ben Shapiro existing mm-hmm. in a public podcasting space is violence and worthy of being apologized. I'm so sorry we exposed you to this moderate conservative. The natural (laughs) conclusion is that conservatives should not be allowed in public. But that that is
0: part of it. He's the most centrist of anyone at the Daily Wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The Daily Wire is far more centrist than a lot of other conservatives.
4: Tim Pohl is more far right than Ben Shapiro.
3: Yeah. Sometimes, And he yeah. has
2: a blue pill suck, stuck in his cheek that he sucks on when he gets nervous. Mm-hmm. But th- that's, what's, that's what's crazy to me is Ben Shapiro, who's a wiener by all accounts. Like, uh, look, you're, that's what you're afraid of is this this guy. Give me a break.
4: Well, I think really he actually comes goes... up to my, like, hip. If I would stand next to him, he'd be, like, to my hip. He's, like, as long as one of my legs. I just so want to take this show. Moment. They
3: want us to have our own spaces, but then we do have our own spaces, and, <laughs> and, and they want to shut it down. Then they protest. You no, know? They, don't, they don't want us to have our own spaces. They want us dead.
1: Like, they want us to either shut up, uh, cower, and pretend to be liberal, or die. That's
4: what no, they, they want. Were- they want all three, uh, Abby. They want all
0: three. Both Katie and Abby are right. They do want to, they do literally want to kill us. It's not a joke. It's not hyperbole. They actually do. <laughs> we got to clip that. His you know,
4: right. just admitted women were right on this. Panel. Oh, that's ludicrous. Let, let me say it so it's <laughs> <That's> legitimate. It.
2: <laughs> they want us dead, but they will settle for our submission.
0: Thank you, Cam. <laughs> I was going to say Katie is right because they want us to have our own spaces. It just happens to be in a January 6th gulag. Yes.
1: yes. That's the space they want to see.
0: That's the only space we're allowed to be in, is a gulag.
1: Mm-hmm. I was, uh, Cam, going back to your, your beef with, with Ben Shapiro, uh-huh. I just want to take this moment and say this is Ben Shapiro did me a terrible wrong, and this is what it was. My I'll husband... tell you about
2: my Sean Astin oh, wrong if you good. tell me you're Ben Shapiro.
1: <laughs> okay. My husband was right behind me in the greeting line. So I went through and then my husband went through, and he told Ben Shapiro it was the greatest day of his life. <laughs>
2: Okay, so 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 was this the moment that you realized your your, your husband was gay?
1: No, or- I realized that when he started drinking white claw.
0: Uh, <laughs> so it was you have signs but I think the first one was the homoerotic uh, firefighter calendar that he posed for <laughs> right that probably should have been your first sign
3: Problem.
0: how many more do you need Abby?
4: <laughs> not, not only does a cat oil up but so does her husband
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. you, you see what Frank and me and Cam all have in common we have beards you are your husband's beard
1: <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> in John's defense, you can't have a beard in the fire service because of because of the um. SCBA. Is that what he told you? Yes. I mean, he- that's he told me. <laughs>
4: Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> we, we, we have reached the, uh, the the final call. So everyone that has super chatted or has any questions, you guys will, this is your time to be recognized. Uh, so we'll go through and give the thanks to the uh, super chatters who is uh, super chatting, and them a little bit of time and the spotlight. Uh, we have Alien Testosterone that came in with $2 early on this uh, evening. Thank you, Alien Testosterone. Appreciate it. Uh, We also had Oshabree Salty says towards your bail money when they come for you, if they let you even post bail. Thank you, Denise. Uh, Then we also had Capra Outdoors coming in with $20. Uh, That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Don't forget to leave a message in there, guys. If you're uh, putting that super chat in, uh, that's your time to shine, your time to have that question or statement put out there. Uh, But thank you so much. Go check out Capra Outdoors. He does have a YouTube channel. Um, He does some great work on the uh, internets. Uh, again, another one from Ocean Breeze Salty Says that I'm getting another one uh, For a drink Thank you so much, uh, Denise <clears throat> We also got one here from Tara Eggers uh, She said this one was for my round There you guys go Awesome Thanks, uh, Movie or uh, Ripcord earlier Came in with $10 Said uh, <laughs> you guys are looking thirsty and Came in with a $10 super chat here And of course, uh, Movie Dog with a $10 super sticker uh, So thank you, Movie Dog uh, Taz came in um, this was just a uh, statement that he put out there. I thought was quite interesting. He says, "I live in Seattle. We have a Republican, Republican as a city lawyer now. It's an elected position. We still have two open socialists, though." Wow, <clears throat> only two in Seattle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> yeah.
4: Ellie, Cassandra, had a question for Abby. Whoa, I don't know what happened. Oh! <laughs> that cat, the cat, cat. did it. I'm sorry. Sorry.
0: I- Knock her camera over.
4: <laughs> Well maybe, uh, this, maybe this answers the question then. The alien to Sasha said, Why does that was... order always look on a level?
1: I don't know. I think I'm a little bit crooked. My neck always hurts, so I think I always hold myself just a you little bit. You know what it crooked. is? The flag. Oh, is the flag it has, it
2: has straight lines on it. So any any deviance oh. from level is going to be you're gonna to be told on because of that the straight lines on that flag. There
4: you go.
1: Cam's right, man. And
4: with the answer. Um <laughs> Real uh, Truth Cactus came in with two dollars and said, "Ask for a meme video, and you shall receive." Maybe we'll have the Michael Scott one.
1: Awesome, Cactus is amazing. You should go follow her at Real Truth Cactus on Twitter.
4: If you have her link, drop it
2: in there, uh, Abby. Yeah, I'll follow. Yeah,
1: let me let me find that. If If you're
2: if you're not following me on Twitter, your mother's disappointed in you. (laughs) She loves CJ, Do you have a link for a cam
4: you could throw in there? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, i'm carless on on twitter i'll grab it real quick and of
4: course ocean breeze salty came in with two dollars it says uh lmao that was you i'll drink to that talking about your appearance on tucker yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i want to say you know for people who leave a super chat and don't put anything in the in the messaging you, you really missed out an opportunity to, to make the comparison between dark brandon and, and ask if cam is dark mr clean
2: <laughs> it's a good yeah. it's a question could have asked. Well, I, I I see myself as really a dark Zach Galifianakis, which is a terrifying concept.
4: <laughs> right. oh, you should have your uh, show. What was that? What would he have that? That with two bushes or something? In, yeah, in between, between two, two ferns. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I will tell you though, I have a lot of fun whenever I make content because you know I do all of the different kinds of content except for Facebook and Instagram because screw those two. Um, but. Uh, like I'm on TikTok, and I, I someone sent me some uh, smelling salts
3: the I other day because
2: they were like, "Hey, man, you you know this will help with your migraine. This will help you keep awake." And I tried it, and so then I said on TikTok, uh, "You know, I'm gonna do this with every TikTok I do now, and I have, and I find it absolutely hilarious. I don't care if you think it's funny or not. I love it, um, and it hurts so." I'm also on TikTok if you want to see me torture myself for fun. <laughs> let me see if I have a, let me um, see if I have a video of that.
4: Here we go. Let's uh, grab this real quick before we go. I need to share this. This is from Real Truth Practice. She came in with a meme. Let's uh, go ahead and take a look oh, at this. Oh, I see it. Let me grab it. So this is the meme we talked about a second ago. Here's Abby. This is the uh, the coffee challenge.
1: <laughs> You didn't have to bring any coffee, did you, Michael? Milk and sugar. Oh, awesome. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> Wait, is this just milk and sugar? That's what I said. Do you drink this every day?
5: Every morning.
3: <laughs> That's amazing. That's That's amazing. Goodness. That is awesome.
2: I, I, I don't remember which TikTok it was that I made, but I did put one in there. If you want to play it, yeah,
0: I'm I'm sorry, I'm finding it right now. I watched the other one. I, I would it.
2: sniff, smelling salts at the beginning of every TikTok <laughs> <laughs> because you're an idiot. You're an idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
2: I hate to break it to people like you know you're, you're it's great that some people watch my stuff but I'm here to make me laugh and that's it.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh that was amazing. Both of those videos were amazing by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent oh, meme uh, from <laughs> Cactus.
2: Ooh.
4: I think Boy, I, I will pin me. that at the very top of the Lost <laughs> America pubcast. Twitter yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, could you like throw the? I mean, not to be too needy here, but could you <laughs> throw the uh, the YouTube link for me in the chat? I don't know that? if you did that or not. I've had too much to drink. You got that? PJ? <laughs> I'm grabbing uh, it right now. The ma- uh, YouTube.com/slash/theMadOne's. That's all you need to know.
3: I was I mean, nice, watching a nice One unique of your- URL over there.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so so okay. the newsroom at the Washington Post is melting.
0: Sorry, did that? You guys hear that when the video? <laughs> yeah, started I up? heard yes. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs>
4: I was said it I reminded was, him of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna I say? Was,
1: I was watching one of your your uh, interview with. Oh, it. Oh man, I'm forgetting his name. So Just do say. what
2: he does. Just say what he does, and I'll tell you what his name is or her.
1: He has Lyme disease.
2: Oh, my so friend it, Josh.
1: Yeah, your friend Josh and I—I I was really impressed at the at like the emotional depth of it. Like you're a really really funny guy, but you also just get to a really deep level with your guests.
2: Yeah, I like I that it, that's that's so when it comes to making content, tweeting, et cetera, you're seeing a part of me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, if you read my tweets, that is something I would say out loud and probably offend your mother and my mother. <laughs> For that for that matter. Um, But yeah, no. So, Josh. Oh, my God. If you watch that. I love Josh so much.
1: I can tell. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: Like it's it's it was hard. Like that's the most I've ever gushed in a show in my life. And I know him personally. So it's not like some Mm -hmm. celebrity. But that guy affected me so positively that it's just like, you know, I'm so glad I get to sit here and just compliment you. Um, And it sucks. Lyme disease freaking sucks, man.
1: He really got the short end of the stick, I can tell. But you, you wow. seem to have a theme of like overcoming on your channel, which I really appreciate. Oh yeah,
2: appreciate. Uh, hope is is the primary, um, well, hope of the show. Like I want to push people into the you know being hopeful, into having motivation to to carry on. But even more so, I really <laughs> hope people find Jesus. But that's <laughs> happened a couple times. Yeah. I, I have had people message me who said, hey, either I rededicated myself to the Lord or I became a Christian because wow. of your show. And at that point, I was like, I'm not doing many Christian shows at this point. So you just like the way I talk about it when it comes up. And I was like, thank you, Lord. You're doing something right. That's, <laughs>
3: That's awesome. absolutely you are Yeah. <laughs> but we
4: well, yeah, so. Well, we've reached the end of our pubcast. The closed sign is being put up there already. The open sign has been turned off. Uh, we do have some great guests coming up uh, next week. We have the Cajun Libertarian, right? That, that Very correct? excited for that. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, following followed me. The following week, we also have the Fake News Critic, uh, which is Drone Tech here on YouTube. You guys can find him there as well. Uh, But next two weeks will be awesome. Uh, This week's two guests were fantastic, Katie Zed and Cam. Thank you so much for coming on by the pub. We do appreciate you you guys. Uh, Any closing words from the two of you guys before we get out of here for the evening?
2: Well, you know what? I'll just leave you with the words I end every show with. Uh, You have a chance to be a light in the world, so go light it up.
3: Oh, I don't know how I can follow that.
2: Yeah. You, well, I mean, just like flip them off or something. That'll be wild enough that it'll be.
3: Like, I want to memorable. say thank you to your wonderful audience uh, for getting me to that unique URL. I'm going to drop my link in the, in the chat again, if anybody missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope everybody comes and checks out my North Korea yes. show tomorrow because oh. it's going to be good. Four uh, tomorrow, o'clock, right? Four o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I stream on YouTube and Twitch, but nobody watches on Twitch. But, you know, <laughs> I'm hoping maybe someday it'll catch on. I don't know. But come um, join. Join the, the, d- my Discord server. You can call in if you have any thoughts about it.
2: Can I just say one more thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, like, I love, I do theme months sometimes. Every now and then I get a wild hair and there's a theme month. Uh, every So o- October and December are theme months no matter what. <laughs> which I'm so excited about this December. But before I say that um, October is going to be, I was like, Oh, let's do Halloween. Let's do spooky month. But what turned out, what it's turned out to be is an unseen realm month. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, spiritual stuff and um, like things that a lot of people don't talk about. I need to fill one more spot, but that's going to be incredible. Um, And then after that, uh, the first two people I happened to talk to about the November shows were both named Nick and so I found two more people named Nick and so no- November is Nick, Nick November,
3: November. Nick and,
2: November. <laughs> and I o- I have only talked to one person for December so far and it's Santa Claus. It's legitimately a guy who runs a a an academy for Santa Clauses. He's going to he's <laughs> okay. going to come up in full dress. He's going to be in his his um north pole studio dude i'm so i'm so thrilled but yeah so just yeah youtube.com slash ones. please follow me i'm i'd like cam's to make show money is, someday
3: cam's show is awesome guys seriously check it out um i i always catch the replay and uh i'm never disappointed and you never know what you're gonna get with cam yeah. show it's not like he talks to everybody and it's just it's it's just always very interesting
4: that's awesome yeah go check it out everyone uh PJ, do you want to close us out with
0: uh, the last words? Yeah. So again, thank you guys for our guests, Cam, Katie. You guys were awesome. Just glad that I'm um, super excited to have Abby on as a new full time panelist. Can't wait for Tom yeah. to return. So if you guys are watching this, uh, please tell a friend about it and come join us next week on the Last American Pubcast. Uh, we're out, guys. Take it easy. God bless.